Discord, and now like I can see. So whenever me and Chris would do our stuff, uh, my web like Chris could always see my webcam, no problem. But mine would always flicker on and off on this side. Hmm. Now everything's working fine. Hmm. So, Weird. whatever. Yep. We needed another another video feed to come in to counteract the bullshit. Apparently, we needed yeah, Scotty's. That's the secret. We needed Scotty's new headset to counteract all the bullshit that happens. Yeah, new headset. It's a good looking headset you got over there. Thanks. <laughs> it's some high speed shit. What is that? Um, the hyper. Cloud Mine's X. backwards, I think. Cloud the HyperX. Cloud. Cloud X Cloud. HyperX. Yeah. <laughs> X2, uh, Cloud X2, I don't know. I got mine when they were like 100. I think, Scotty, it wasn't yours cheaper. Yeah, this was 75. Um, it's not bad. You probably got it when it was the new hotness. This is just I did, yeah. hotness. I could check. Did you, get your little, did you get your little bag that you get to carry shit in? Yeah, dude, it's a nice yeah. bag. That's yeah. the little but, things. Because the mic is... A set of hair, headphones. The mic is detachable too, Chris. So yeah, Hyper, which is weird. HyperX, if you're listening... That's pretty cool. Um, Use an endorsement. I liked how the Turtle Beach one you could flip up because I, I forget that this thing is here half the time. Yeah. That's weird. Uh, Hyper I never use X, my... Yeah, HyperX Cloud 2. Yep. Yeah. Really good headset, too. Usually with these, they, they're too tight on my head, and it like it puts pressure underneath my, like, right here, and I don't like headphones like this, but mm -hmm. this one was perfect, and there's a lot of padding at the top, too. Yeah, did you switch out for the memory foam? Uh no, I didn't switch any anything out. Oh, just whatever came with it. Fuck that leather. I memory foam is on here, so it's great with big old thick Ooh. nerd glasses. I need to look into that then. Yeah. Anyway, this is the best icebreaker we've ever had. <laughs> Clean and simple. So <laughs> uh, I like did it. Did you So I didn't watch this trailer until a couple minutes ago and when I heard the music like finally jump in. I did get like shivers a little bit. I was like, "Oh man, that's pretty good." Which trailer are we talking about? We're talking about the Final Fantasy VII remake trailer that came out a couple oh, days dude. ago. Oh, dude, I might actually watch someone play that game. <laughs> it's that trailer, <laughs> like I said, it, it's a trailer. So, but it looks really good. Like, I really yeah. liked when Red Thirteen came in. Yeah, I thought I he really was a dog. And I got really excited, but he's not a dog. <laughs> No, he's a panther. <laughs> I don't know. Dude, I've never played any Final Fantasy except for Crystal Chronicles bullshit, like Cabbage Patch Freak Job Children in that one or whatever. Okay. Yeah. All of right. all the Final Fantasies you played, you played Crystal Chronicles? Yeah, got to use that Game Boy Advance player when you can. Or the uh, GBA connector thingy. Okay. This was my first Final Fantasy, though, was Final Fantasy Seven. Seven. Yeah. Didn't. That was the year of the I'm Saturn not... for me. I am not like Maximilian level fan though. Like I played it when I was younger and I was like, this game's really cool. And I beat it and I was like, oh, that was really good. But I don't think I've ever gone back and played it ever since I, like I've played it every once in a while, but never got off the first disc. I've, I've played this a few times. Um, it's not my first Final Fantasy. My first Final Fantasy, I believe was either one or four. Um, Cause I just, I don't remember the order oh. in which it came in, but when I did finally play this, uh, it it, it kind of hooked me. I did like Final Fantasy VII quite a bit. I did enjoy Cloud and Sephiroth and Tifa and all those characters. Uh, the setting was fucking cool. They talked about some really 
controversial subjects at the time with like cloning and shit like that military shit <laughs> yeah so i mean i enjoyed it it did take uh, a while for me to take my what's the word i'm looking for my rose tinted glasses off mm-hmm. to accept that it's not the best final fantasy or not real like you could argue that it is like one of the greatest rpgs of all time uh now being a little bit more well versed in like the scene and the genre uh what you really need is you need like a like a a person like you'd have to say like a kid from nowadays to be like that's never played any of these games and then go through and be like all right this is this is an experiment we're doing we need you to play every single one of these final fantasy games and then you tell us which one you think is the best out of all those to where you get like a vanilla like not variable but like a what's the opposite of a variable a constant or control that's what it's called a control i would disagree with that because you're trying to go to go ask like a a new kid uh who has like zoomer uh outlooks on life and shit like that like no no no. i'm taking no i'm taking this this is the the hypothetical gap this is a hypothetical child that I have created in my brain oh, okay. that that lives in an area like is none of that. It's just like this is what you're made. You came into existence. Just you have to play, to play Final this. Fantasy games. That's it. And like there's so that we don't have the nostalgia blindness that you get from a lot of people from that's our age with these games. Okay. Just make that puppy that walked in your house play it. We'll get to it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to it. Okay. Fresh out of the fresh out into the world. Yeah, but the trailer does reveal like the there's this character. Maybe I'm just not remembering, but I don't know who that guy is that comes in on the motorcycle that wants to have a one on one duel with he's Cloud. A, do you? He's a new guy for the game for this version. Yeah, apparently. either that or it's like the only other person that I can think of would be like a redesign of Reno. But there's no way. No, you got to keep his drastic. design the same. <laughs> it's way yeah, too from drastic. What I, from what I understand, that is a new. I've watched like a like a um. Uh, I a bet breakdown. you missed these 13 BuzzFeed garbage things in this trailer. Like, thing. Yeah. <laughs> Whoever did that was saying, like, this is a brand new character for the remake. So, okay. It looks real good. It looks like they might splice, like, some of it does look like gameplay. Like, there are parts where uh, they're fighting stuff, and it looks, if it keeps up with it, it's, look, I might, I had no want to buy this game, but I might actually buy the game now. I, I will never well, sit down and play this, so I will not buy it, unfortunately. It, this looks like it's taking all the things that I loved about Final Fantasy 15 and then like adding the story elements that was missing from it because mm-hmm. that's what 15's biggest uh, fall or fallback was. It's just like there's there was no story. You just have to if you enjoy the type of gameplay that it had, then you'll like the game. Mm-hmm. Speaking of story, from what I've been seeing from this video, it is totally different. Like, it's still kind of the same from what the first one was, but there's a lot of different stuff. It's just, what's the word of them looking for? Um, it might not even game... be in the form of how the game actually has it. That was yeah, no, like very badly worded. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's more or less that the, uh, the game has kind of been reconned. They're basing it off of the events or off of the history of Final Fantasy VII, the original one. And then right. kind of like doing their own thing with it. Uh, I mean, there's a specific phrase for it, and I just can't think of it right now because I'm not smart enough. 
but yeah, nah, I see I you. Think I see you thinking. Um, I was saying revamping, like an, but like I don't an think exa- an example they... is. I guess he uh, they show a summon in the trailer that in the original game you did not get in Midgar. You got it later on. Yeah, or, something, or so. even just the whole thing with Aerith, like that early in the game and all that stuff too. Like, and so just seeing some of the fights, you're like, you didn't really fight any of that in Midgar and all that other stuff, but. And good, oh. rightfully so, I guess. You know, you don't want the exact. Well, there are plenty of people out there that want the exact game, just up-res it frame for frame. But you know, this is going to be the podcast of remakes. Of this one looks great, and then I've got one that I'm going to bash later. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm bashing it real hard. Mm-hmm. But I'm interested with this character that has her legs up on a soldier. Like, and I'm not talking in a sexual way. This soldier is literally a footstool, yep. and he's just sitting there. <laughs> and I this guess. butter guy. Yeah. I'm. Oh, the butter guy. He was in. Uh, I think that those characters are from the original Final Fantasy VII. I don't yeah, know. yeah, I guess they're way they later. They were the. Uh, they were like a part of the the chairman or the board of directors for mid. For, uh, I remember the yellow suit on the big guy. He wanted lard yeah. in his stuff instead of yeah. butter, I guess, or something. Yeah, but the main thing, <laughs> the main thing of this trailer is the you get to see the cross-dressing cloud. And Did you see the bullshit that people were popping off on about that? I can only imagine. Yeah, what was it? Here we go. Uh, Buckle up. First off, on both sides of the house, like you could tell who's never played this fucking game before, because they mm-hmm. were either like super praising the fact that Cloud is trans and Cloud Confirmed. loves men confirmed i'm like uh, okay you've obviously never played this game i'm really curious what your reaction is going to be when you finally get your hands on the controller <laughs> they and probably then, never will yeah it, yeah whatever uh and then the inverse of that is why are they putting sjw elements into my final fantasy hmm. podcast listeners you couldn't see me but i rolled my eyes real hard <laughs> yeah Boy. well i thought i asked in in the in the discord like did he did that happen? Because I've not played the original. I've seen like five mm-hmm. seconds of a demo forever ago, and that was it. I was like, "Did that? Did the uh, cross-dressing happen in that?" And um, oh yeah, people replied yep. yes, and I was like, "That's pretty cool." That was not really a common thing in games at all. I know it was like a disguise or whatever, but still. So no, it was like a main. It was a big thing in the original game. I feel like that they've done something like that before in other uh, Golden Age or Golden Era JRPGs. I don't think it was just like just that maybe not necessarily the main character cross-dressing but i think trans it, characters or cross-dressing characters were not an uncommon occurrence i think back then i think back then it was a lot of times i would see like girls would like have to disguise themselves to look like a dude and back then no one batted an eye but with this one back in the day you're like oh this dude's dressing up as a lady that looks weird when what 1997 is when this game came out yeah yeah there is uh the embrace between that club owner and cloud that i'm yeah sure if this was like played in a theater then it would just yeah. you would just hear hooting and hollering well you even hear too like you can't because we're playing it right now but i don't have the audio on but he's even like saying like genders don't mean shit mm-hmm. <laughs> is no, basically good. i'm saying. glad that they're upset i'm glad that they're upset <laughs> Well, there. This is. There's not going to be anything in between for when this game comes out. It's. It's the. Yeah. It's just the same with Shenmue Three. So it's not. You know, those that are going to be happy, 
they're going to be happy, but they're not going to be as loud as the people that are pissed off. So whatever. Everyone, everyone's going to complain about. This. I mean, when we first, when they first revealed Tifa, people were like, "This is bullshit. Her boobs are too big or not big enough, and all this other stuff." And I'm like, "Oh my god, I, I kind of hate the culture that is around video games sometimes." Yeah, but, well, but then other times, like it's awesome. I've told people for years, like I got a tattoo of the worst fan base in the world on myself because <laughs> I have Sonic and Knuckles, but. Man, that's not true anymore. Not by a long no. shot. No. So, just got to let it go and uh, not give a shit and enjoy what you enjoy. I think we've brought it up before, but Lawrence Sontag from formerly of Funhouse made a video of like how the Sonic fandom has been able to survive throughout all the years. And it is a really good video. Yeah. Like he basically breaks it down to like there's three different kinds of Sonic fans. And he just is like, it's just his opinion. He's like, I think this is why it's thrived so much. So it's a really good watch if anybody wants to go check that out. I think it's on the, I think it's still on the Funhouse page. So you can go check that out there. Inside Gaming. That's what it was. Yeah, Inside Gaming. Which one am I? I can't remember. There's a, I don't think you're the furry one. There is a furry one. Yeah, indirectly, <laughs> I'm part of that fan base, I guess. I think there's, there's old, I think it breaks down into like furry, OG, and then like newer Sonic, which was like, Sonic Adventure 1 up until what we kind of have now. Furry? I don't remember furry being a, a, a classification on that. I thought it was like old school, the adventure series, and then this new boost mechanic mechanic one. Well, he brings up the furry stuff. <laughs> I mean, it is a cornerstone of our culture. I've been on DeviantArt. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. <laughs> fun no, fantasy, huh? Red 13 looks great. That's what I'm just happy about. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I keep on looking at this game. I don't believe it's going to be episodic. Like, I know they keep on saying that it's going to know. be. I don't see how, because it looks like a complete game. And I think that I'm going to be thoroughly disappointed when it comes out and I find out it is episodic. Uh, that's just me. They said it. They hey, confirmed I... it would be episodic. Have they confirmed that it would not be yet? I thought they confirmed it. <sighs> They did confirm it. That's not what I'm saying. Like, they did come out and say that it's going to be episodic. I just don't, like, they're not outright saying, hey, this is part one. Like, if you're going to say Final Fantasy VII Remake, like, put in, like, Final Fantasy 7-1 or, say, part no. one or something like that. Because uh, the naming one. convention was always screwing me up. Yeah. And then the way that the trailers were coming out was like, oh, shit, there's motherfucking Sephiroth there. Uh... It's gonna, the Look, are we doing this now? Gonna, the second portion is going to be remake again. I'm yeah. a fan. Look, I'm a fan of the Predator series, so you can't talk to me about naming uh, conventions because the Predator series is the worst at naming anything. It, just movies in general. We can't Halloween. just say. But yeah, that too. You, you just can't say one, two, three, or four, or five Transformers, like the new Transformers movies. How many of them are numbered? None of them. It's all like Rise of Dark Fate and all this other shit. So, yeah. but coming from a guy that uh, I waited probably almost a total of five, maybe six years for all episodes of StarCraft II, I can wait for some episodes if need be with this game. <laughs> I'll watch someone play it. <laughs> I, I'm going to play it. I already got the shit pre-ordered. I think I got the collector's edition coming in. You got the collector's edition or you got the one with the statue? I'm hoping it's the one with the statue, but more than likely, I got the cheaper one. 
because the one with the statue and the motorcycle, the the cloud and the motorcycle, I think that was looks... pretty pricey. Sick. It was like three hundred dollars. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't cheap. So, all right, so let's jump on into our weeks. Scotty, you're first. Yeah, what's up? Uh, funny, you I didn't this mention this on my on the Sega podcast that I do, but I got one of these guys in the pink Sega. Oh Saturn. yeah. Controllers from Limited Run, the breast cancer awareness thing. Um, I got one, and oh, you got a blue one. Well, that's this Genesis. is a one. Yeah, it's not the Sega Saturn one though. No, that's the Genesis one. I got the yeah, Gen- I got Genesis. the Saturn one that works on PC, Mac, Steam, PS3, Switch, Genesis Mini. Um, I got it for myself, and Rachel thought she was gonna surprise me, so I got two of them. <laughs> oh, that's pretty cool. Perfect. Uh, so, but yeah, it doesn't look too bad out of the box. I'm not sure how well this is gonna show up on camera, but it's pretty nice. Um, I like it. It feels good, and the cable is like 10 feet long, so I was able to sit on my couch and use it on the mini that is sitting at the base of the TV. Uh, so oh wow, that was, that was pretty cool. Does it um, come with an adapter for the Saturn? No, the one that's wireless, uh, the the pink one was only released either USB or Saturn, not with a switch thing, which kind of annoys me because I would like to use that on my Saturn, but yeah, whatever. But at the same time, I talk myself out of that being a big deal because I prefer the 3D controller. So until they do something crazy with that, it's not that big of a deal in my mind. Um, so yeah, but no, uh, speaking of Saturn though, um, I played some Deep Fear. Uh, I saw that on Twitter. I didn't know what that was. Yeah, it's a survival horror game. It was the last game put out in the UK for the Saturn. Um, but shouts out to TJ Katsune because he got me this. Uh, he gave me his copy as he's trying to clean out, clean house. Uh, it is the Japanese version, which is in English in the cutscenes. Um, and I have an action replay, so I'm able to play it. But the menus are in Japanese. So... <laughs> Uh, I have Google Translate on my phone now. There you uh, go. <laughs> I'm gonna try that like that. I started playing it, and like the voice acting's funny. Um, I couldn't figure out the controls because there's like a button that's mapped to just chuck a grenade, so I just did that accidentally once. Um, but uh, but no, I was playing it, and I was like, oh man, I don't know what floor I'm on or where I'm supposed to go, like on the map, and. I, I was complaining about it and said to TJ, I'm like, do I need to know Japanese to play this game? He's like, no, nah, just use uh, the translate thing on your phone. Him and Kusanagi was like, just use that. I'm like, I have an iPhone. I don't think I have that. And <laughs> so, <laughs> so, But sure enough, you can use Google Translate on an iPhone. I found that. Um, I posted some pictures in the Megavisions Discord about how it, uh, it kind of translated let's see here, in the past-gen Sega portion, but there's a picture of your, like, late wife, and one of the snapshots, it says, Stella's talking in the laughing house, and then <laughs> the next... And so, and so, like, it will translate differently if you hold it there long enough. So the next picture was Stella's photo, like, with an exclamation point, and it says the <laughs> caption below, I'm talking with a laughter. So... <laughs> So wait a second. Google Translate can now just read text. Yeah, like, like you, you hold it in, in front of something. Like you hold your, like you're taking a picture. Like it focuses on the word and translates it. So I didn't fucking know that. Yeah, I uh, my buddy Lee showed it to me at when we were at Replay FX this convention with a bunch of Japanese arcades, and he's like holding it up to the screen. So we're trying to figure out the controls and stuff for this thing. <laughs> but um, I mean, I don't. Like, the, the thing is, like, 
the the voice acting is in English. So the only thing I need it for is really the pause menu, because the first thing I did, I told you I chucked a grenade accidentally, because the grenade looks just like the health canister. So mm-hmm. <laughs> real good design there. Yeah. Um, but that'll be a fun long road trying to use translate on that. Um, and I can now uh, play Princess Crown. There you go. Yeah, completely. Uh, you, you yeah, have fun. Um, it's gonna be something. I want to play that game though, because it's 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 a survival horror game that was supposed to be pretty good compared to like Resident Evil, the first one and stuff. So, um, other than that though, I know you guys are excited. Don't worry, I bought my Sonic movie tickets for the movie. I have tickets. not. <laughs> yeah, I got mine. We reserved ours Thursday night. 7:30, we'll be there. It's well, see, you guys. I think you guys live in areas where you probably need to do that otherwise you probably wouldn't be able to see that movie that night maybe not where i live i could just walk up and be like oh you actually want to go in and see this movie okay you'll be the only ones in the theater here you go yeah <laughs> so and now you're on a i list. got told by my wife that we're not seeing that movie on valentine's day so yeah i couldn't go see it on friday so we'll probably go see it on sunday <laughs> yeah hard yeah, ban I didn't want to go on Friday being a Valentine's Day. I can't. I just don't even want to figure out the crowd that we'll be dealing with for that. Mm-hmm. So when I learned that it's going to be out Thursday night, not a midnight release or anything like that or whatever, but <clears throat> just a regular showing at 730. So I was like, we'll get tickets for that. And it's in like big recliner seats. So even if there's someone right next to us, they're not mm-hmm. going to be right next to us. So... We'll be nice. right. So we got to think of something. I got to think of something for Thursday night throwdowns on that night then. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll be in, but I'll be late. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be stupid. I hope it's fun. It'll be fun. Um, I think the movie's going to be fine. Yeah, I think it'll be all right. I'm 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 more excited after seeing some interviews with Ben Schwartz and stuff. Jim um, Carrey's all about it, man. He's <laughs> yep. ready. And yeah, so. Already willing to do a second one. Yeah. He's talking about the evolution of Dr. Robotnik in, in certain interviews and stuff, and I just don't know. I don't know. Whatever. But um, other stuff I watched, a uh, little-known series that I finally started watching with Rachel, Twin Peaks. Anybody see okay. that? I, saw that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have not finished it all either, so I'm okay. right there in the same boat with you. Yeah. it's uh, uh, Chris, have you ever seen it? I have not. We've had this conversation oh, where I was told that I need to go watch Twin Peaks because it's right up my alley. Oh, okay. Um, it's so uh, yeah. David David Lynch. David Lynch. <laughs> yeah, you know, Fire Walk with Me, Blue Velvet. I think was the other one, other movie that he did. Yes. Um, no, but it, it's Racerhead. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I gotta see that still. I've seen like the reveal. The baby scene will fuck movie. you up because it yeah, fucked I've, me up. <laughs> I've seen. I have seen that part, unfortunately, but um. But uh, which is what PT referenced, I guess, or something. But anyway, yeah. uh, I dig it. I I have been sucked into a small town before, so and that is very true. Small towns suck you in, like the the town where everybody's everybody's cousin, or everybody just knows mm-hmm. everyone else's day job and life and and their schedules and stuff. And, and that's where I live. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. See, I I worked with a high school drumline for a couple years in a very small town, and like my my college roommate was his dad was the band director and Mm. so like kids would be like hanging out at his house talking drumline crap and whatever and it was just everybody knew everyone like i'd be there outside of practice and stuff so i was sort of absorbed by the town um yeah but that in mind like everybody talks about twin peaks with how weird the cast is and stuff 
and just maybe it's where I've been and where I've worked and stuff. I don't see the cast really that weird, but it's just very much yeah. a, like, eh, that makes sense. Eh, maybe that person's dealing with like severe loss and that's how, like the log lady, like that's maybe just how she reacts to something traumatic that happened to her. Yeah. And, and well, like, back then it was weird. Now guess, we see yeah. so much weird shit. It's that stuff's normal. Yeah. <laughs> know, maybe it's because you relate with them. I really do. Uh, Agent Maybe. Cooper is pretty much like OCD, the the physicality of OCD and stuff, and 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 uh, that actor's and great too. Yeah, like he's he's very good. Um, it's all really cool, and uh, we got through the first season. Getting into the second season, we'll watch the newer season probably. Mm. Rachel's seen the original stuff before; she doesn't remember a lot of it. I've already kind of, I think I pieced together who killed Laura Palmer. Um, but, I don't uh, know, so uh, <laughs> I don't want to. It's in the first five minutes of the first episode <laughs> that you see that she dies. <laughs> yeah, uh huh. There, there's a band that... out there named Who Killed Laura Palmer. Dude, that was the question. I remember uh, what that that came out in the '90s. Yeah, I remember when I. I mean, it wasn't in the '90s because I was only two, but I remember that being a thing, like people trying to figure out who killed Laura Palmer. And I'm, oh yeah, as a kid, yeah. I was like, who the fuck is Laura Palmer? Why is she yeah, so well, important? That's... <laughs> that's the thing too is i think like it was just before the age that we would have been into a show like this like mm -hmm. it was out when i wasn't really watching tv at night i was playing video games at night like i was too old to keep up with any sitcomy or anything right. like that um so i feel like that's why i missed it but uh that's on netflix well, the original series yeah. so. in the 90s too i don't think there was a lot of stuff that was like that out like nowadays yeah. it's like it's like SVU, and uh, it, they're called the murder rape shows, is what yeah. they are. It's just like SVU and like all that. My wife watches like I told y'all that my wife watches like Snapped, so mm -hmm. I have to be careful. Like I'm wary <laughs> right now. <laughs> yeah. But back then there was it was like sitcoms or game shows that were yeah. mostly on TV. Right, right, right. So yeah. Yeah. It was a real. It was a crazy social phenomenon, is what it was. Yeah, I guess, and so. I'm digging it. I, I, I was afraid going into it, it would be a lot like when I finally saw The Shining for the first time, that just pop culture... Overhyped. I knew everything that was going to happen in The Shining, so there was no dramatic reveals for me. But so far, it hasn't really been that, because a lot of things that people associate with Twin Peaks are things that happen for a split second, and yeah. they the way that people have told me about it, they make it sound like that's the whole show. Like, for some reason, the log lady has a pop figure, and everybody was like... Well, it's it's Funko Pops, first of all. <laughs> yeah, but it, it, I would ask people like, "Is that her name?" They're like, "Yeah, they never say her name in the series." Yes, they do. But <laughs> whatever. So uh, what you're telling us is, when you finish Twin Peaks, we should wait for your Deadly Premonition playthrough. Oh, I have that game like three times. Oh, that's the thing too is is uh, when we started watching Twin Peaks, I was like, "Holy shit, Alan Wake really is this series." Like yeah. the freaking there's a there's a a, a logging mill there's a uh, the diner granted diners all kind of look alike but there's a diner that is literally the diner in Alan Wake um, so people weren't kidding when they said they were getting a Twin Peaks vibe of that so I don't know how Sweary didn't get sued for Denley Premonition like out yeah. of his ass <laughs> yeah 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 the the thing in um in um in Deadly Premonition where he talks to Zach I think in his head yeah. or whatever. Uh, yeah. And in Twin Peaks, uh, Agent Cooper has uh, a voice recorder where he says, Diane, make a note of blah, 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 blah. And mm -hmm. like the second episode we saw, Rachel was like, you never see Diane. I was like, I figured you didn't. 
I, I figure he's not talking to anybody. <laughs> anybody. That's just his. Uh, that's just his monologuing. Ah, um, shit, now nah, because we only got about four or five episodes into season one, and then we kind of just stopped watching it. But I think I'm, I want to pick that back up and start watching it again. Yeah, we watch like an episode a night. It's only forty minutes, or if it's if we start watching early, we watch like two or three episodes. We accidentally watched the season finale one night, which is like an hour and a half long. <laughs> And Uh-oh. so, but it well, was... it's weird with stuff like that and like Persona 4 and then like a couple other things I've gone. So like granted now I know like the ending of Persona 4, mm-hmm. but like I went so long without ever getting spoiled on stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, I don't know how I've gone this. I mean, I didn't find out the ending of Persona 5 or Persona 4 until like a year ago. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that's how it ends. Okay. And the yeah. same with Twin Peaks. Like, I still don't know how Twin Peaks ends. And I'm just like, all right. Yeah. Maybe there are some things that you could just kind of get around not getting spoiled for you. It might be, too, the thing where, like, as cheesy as it is, the journey is more engaging than the ending. Mm-hmm. So it might be something like that. Like, I, I might have heard the ending somewhere, but it just didn't sound like anything because I didn't have a context for it. So, right. Um, other than that, though, uh, what did I do? Oh, played a tabletop game last night called Horrified. You guys ever heard of that? It's no, a I have not. Universal no. Monsters thing. Uh, let me see if I can find it real quick. But um, it's fun. It's uh, I know one of you have played Arkham Horror. I don't remember who. It was might have been Connor. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. yeah, it might have been Connor. Um, there's uh, Sorry for the Giant Link, but that's uh, Horrified on Amazon there. Um, no, it's it's set up a lot like Arkham Horror, where you have monsters you're fighting, and instead of portals that you have to close, the monsters each have their own uh, things that you have to do to get rid of them. Um, a lot happens in one phase, but it's a co-op game, though. So the mm-hmm. three of us that were playing, we had to kill Dracula and the creature from the Black Lagoon. Um, to kill Dracula, there are four coffins throughout the level, and you have to find those coffins, kill them with certain requirements, and then you fight him, you kill him. For the creature, on his card is like a map of a boat going to his lair, and you have to get it there like with colored markers, like Candyland almost, and then you can kill the creature. This is all while you're keeping villagers alive and keeping yourself alive. So hmm. it's a cool co-op game. That sounds game. interesting. Yeah, it's not too difficult. We watched a 20-minute how-to video, and we, we got it. Um, you can also play it by yourself, though. It's one to five players, but you can play solo, which is, it sounds like super survival hard mode. Um, but uh, it's cool. I might, uh, I'm probably going to bring it to too many games so that we can all kind of sit down and play it, because it's, it's one that could be taught in a couple turns and figure okay. it out and work through it. So, Yeah, there's a, there's a thing on Funhouse that they, it's a segment or a show called Bored as Hell. Mm-hmm. and they play board games they have like two seasons where they play like they have this huge table and they play a bunch of these board games i had never seen that one on there but i i like watching people play board newer games. it's hard to watch people play them if they don't know what they're doing so props that's why a lot of these games i don't know yeah. so it works so oh, okay right so but yeah that's kind of me uh I, I don't really play video games <laughs> <laughs> no um we don't have time we're we're doing podcasts and crap we can't play video games yeah and i keep telling myself like i want to do another podcast because rachel started listening to a a, a a book podcast she's really mm-hmm. into reading and she started listening to that and i was like honey we could just do a podcast like we could just talk about movies or something because she yeah. was like i like this podcast i never listen to yours because they're boring but not <laughs> not the ones i'm on <laughs> Not the ones I'm on, but like the one like I'll put Giant Bomb on for her for when we're in the car oh, and stuff. Okay, and she yeah, doesn't really yeah. care. She kind of zones out unless Abby's talking. 
Um, but uh, yeah, so, I'd like to do a movie podcast. Those would be really cool. That's pretty much what the sideshow podcast is. I would like to do good movies yeah, on a well, podcast. Uh, well, you can go. Yeah, you can go elsewhere then for that. Um, yeah, apparently that's there's, those are everyone. Everyone does those. We have to do the ones of shitty movies. Yeah. Hey, it's we're we're bringing um we're culturing the world. Introduce yeah, Michelle Rodriguez. Gems. Yeah. God. Mm. Hey, I'm excited for final. Nope. Fast and Furious Nine. <laughs> yeah, bungee what jumping cars. Bungee jumping cars. I was gonna say I could probably be more akin to doing a uh, a music podcast. Yeah. I haven't. I don't keep up with any. We did ours last week. Scene. Yeah, <laughs> that's the problem with me. Like I don't. I stopped listening. Are, are to you the just a snapshot shit. of uh, your your developing years? What? <laughs> <laughs> You're like a. Snapshot of Ska. Yeah. Oh. Just that one uh, small time genre. Period. Ska represents who I am as a person, and I will never turn my back on Ska. Shut up. <laughs> you try to skank? You skanking? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pick it up, pick it up. Um, all right, Chris, what did you do? Uh, Not a whole lot. I Except died. <laughs> died for like two, three days. Yeah, what's your weekly sickness? Uh, my weekly sickness is uh, so. It's the second time that this has happened, and I didn't learn my lesson the first time, but this time I'm trying to, like, let it out, so I cement it out there to remind myself never to do this shit again. Uh, do you know what happens to your body when you eat a lot of fucking gushers in a really short period of time? Yeah, it it your rejects it. <laughs> well, it creates, like, a blockage in your intestine. Yeah. <laughs> So it's like eating a lot of cheese. <laughs> I guess. So I I have a weakness that is fruit snacks, and uh, I I I like I like my fruit snacks. I like my uh, my gushers and shit like that. And so I went through like two boxes of like these sixty pack over the course How do you of have like teeth. I can't week. eat. Those. Oh, they I take pull care my of my fillings teeth. out. I take my I take care of my teeth. Like I probably floss six or seven times a day. All right, well, that's insane. You and, well, you and my dad could have conversations. He flosses yeah, like when he's I, I try to. <laughs> he has floss I try to car. take care of my teeth. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like mainly because I like the sensation of like flossing against my gums. Well, that's another Maybe podcast. Gingivitis. Yeah, that's that's a fetish <laughs> podcast. Um, Fuck it, give me new ones. <laughs> yeah, but no fucking Thursday, like right after Thursday night throwdown. I'm like, I don't feel well. I just lay down. I wake up the next morning. I'm like groggy. I feel like shit. I can't keep anything down. And I do try to eat. I feel super full and bloated. And then Friday night when I was planning on working on a paper, uh, I was just like, nope. I'm just going to lay here in my bed for the rest of my life. Here we are with the puke of the week. (laughs) Yeah. It was was pretty fucking terrible. Mm -hmm. Uh, But by Saturday, I was feeling much better. Uh, earlier in the week, I was playing Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. I did pull the trigger on buying that game. and uh, That trigger. I shot myself that, in the head, listeners. That is a game. That is a game. You know, they've I never took, told the story. I took Giant story. Bomb's advice on that one. Yeah, What's you that? know, it's, it's good that that's come out because they've never really told the story of Goku. <laughs> <laughs> Who is Gaku? Yeah, who's Goku and what does he do? So here's what I'm going to say about the game. It's good. It's it's probably the best anime game out there that's not a fighter. 
Um, okay. As far as like when you compare it to other RPGs, uh, it's a lot smoother. The voice acting is better. Uh, they've modernized what you're used to seeing in a lot of anime games. Um, but you're right. Yeah. It's you're essentially telling the same fucking story over and over and over again. What we've seen a hundred thousand times over. I have a hard time believing that it's better than any of the Xenoverse games. Because those games were super good. I didn't like the Xenoverse games. I didn't think they were, they were very good. Wait, you mean... Um, what about uh, uh, Budokai? I'm getting those confused. Okay, well, so the, those are I, different. <laughs> I made a point to say not the fighters. Yeah, oh, those, are those, those are fighters. Yeah. Those are fighting enough. games turns. I don't even know. Uh, I was not a huge fan of Xenoverse games. Mm -hmm. uh, like Budokai Tenkaichi 3 all day. But That's why it's so expensive still. Yeah. I remember that was um, on the Wii, I think. That was one of them that got a Wii release or something. It got a Wii release, a PlayStation 2 release. It got a lot of releases because we couldn't keep it in stock at the store I was at. Yeah, I definitely have it for the PlayStation 2. That's the expensive one. It's like, last I checked, it was over $70, but whatever, not the point. Um, the Kakarot is just compared to other modern games that it's trying to make itself out to be not very interesting. <laughs> like really that's it. It's just like, Hey, go into this combat, fight a guy. Here's an abridged version of the events of dragon ball Z having to do with Goku. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a time waster. Yeah. I don't know how far I'm going to get to. I just want to get to the Frieza fight and then I'll see what happens beyond that. It might so get better. It Do might you know get how more far it goes in the story at all? No. Um, I know Frieza's in, in there. It goes to the Boo Saga. It goes to the Boo Saga? So, like, so. the Boo Saga is one of my favorite arcs. That's of pretty much the DBZ, DBZ. arc, isn't it? Do it? Yeah, it's, it's Frieza, Cell, and then Saiyan, Frieza, Cell, Boo. <laughs> I thought that the Saiyan in Saiyan it's Saiyan Namikian Frieza uh Cell and then Majin Buu. I thought that those first three are all a part of the same thing. Nope. The Saiyan saga starts with Raditz and ends at the end of Vegeta's fight. The Namikian starts when they have to go to Namek, and then it ends when they first find out about Frieza, and then the Frieza arc starts then. Stop okay. it, Scotty. And they're all different. <laughs> all different stories. Nothing's repeated. There are there's a bunch of yelling, but they're all different. Yeah, all different. Okay. Well, I mean, that's Kakarot. Uh, I give <laughs> Welcome it. Welcome back to that's Kakarot. Yeah, that's Kakarot. Um, uh, I'll give it like maybe another two weeks to catch my interest, and then that'll be that. Uh, also played a lot of Samurai Showdown, in addition to Soul Calibur. Uh, I'm good at Soul Calibur. I am not good at Samurai Showdown. It is just way too slow of a game for me. Like, I'm used to, like, fast-paced combos and cancels and, like, moving around and shit. In this game, it's like, I have to commit to a slash, and if I whiff that shit, I'm going to get punished. And I know it's a lot of me just trying to learn how the game works and just getting used to playing the game on the game's terms. Uh, I'm not doing very good. You I mean, need that juggling. Need I need the juggle. I need the the fast reaction, like, why can't I get out of this fucking combo type deal? You know, why can't I hit somebody more than twice? Mm -hmm. Whatever. No, man, this is like, 
this is Street Fighter. Yeah. <laughs> and I suck at Street Fighter. I'm terrible at Street Fighter. Like, I like Third Strike. And Third Strike maybe is the fastest game in the series. Yeah, but compared to other games, it's still really slow. But yeah, yeah you like that happy medium that's in between Street Fighter and then uh, Marvel vs. Capcom. <laughs> yeah. I throw that in there. Yeah. Let's play. Because Marvel vs. Capcom is the fastest shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, now Dragon Ball Z Fighters is kind of up there. And I mean, that's... That's Marvel vs. Capcom, Dragon Ball Z is what it is. Pretty yeah. much. Uh, it's what Infinite should have been. Which, speaking of that, I also played a little bit of Infinite. Um, that game is bad. Fucking hell. That game yeah. is really bad, unfortunately. What a like, fucking... I, at, back in the day, I was trying to give it the benefit of the doubt. I was like, okay, maybe it's not as shit as I thought it was. No, that game is no, outright I, garbage. I don't... All I, I'll, I'll just say two things about that game. Or two phrases about that game. Because I never believed that, like, the game devs owe us anything but for infinite they should have they fucking owed us at least a game that thing was yeah. garbage and it was a t- like, attempted lazy cash in with the mcu no x-men were in it that's all i'm gonna say no no yeah it was real bad yeah correct me if i'm wrong but i don't remember there ever being an auto combo in that game in like the older ones like marvel's capcom uh... 2 there's no auto combo. No, I was uh, thinking Marvel vs. Capcom three. I don't remember there being an auto combo. Mm-hmm. No, you had to I input everything. You could. The only auto thing you could do is set a button to be because you had to do depending on who you wanted to bring in. You had to do a combo to bring in a different character, and I think you could set one button to be like two or three buttons at at the same time to a, not really to a pull combo. the assist in. But yeah. no, okay, he's so talking about like doing combos. Like I did a sixteen hit combo, eight on the ground, eight by in hitting the air. By hitting the square button. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was thinking of I, like the 3DS version of Street Fighter 4. It had yeah. a thing where you could assign the touch screen a, a combo button, essentially. I remember mm, that, but that that's not NBC. No, and it's part of the reason why I'm not a big fan of uh, Dragon Ball Z Fighters. Or Dragon it has Ball a Fighters little bit of it, too, yeah. Because uh, it has auto combos in it, and I'm just like, let me actually play around with it and create my own shit, because then it just becomes... Oh, did I connect with my square? Okay, here's here's 16 hits. I mean, they just, probably just did that, that to bring in the kids that are just like, I like these Marvel movies. Oh, look at these fighting. Yeah, yeah. but Fighters isn't as bad as Infinite is, though. It's like, not. I Fighters is like, you get like a three or four hit, like you could do that. But like with Infinite, it's just like, I'm winning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like. Fuck that. Just fuck that's that my week. So mad. It's just. Some fighting games I did buy. Oh, call back to uh, too many games from last year. Uh, Ministry of Broadcast came out. I know that that wasn't really a, a big game on your radar, but I was super excited for that game coming out. It's kind of like the uh, broadcast. Yeah, it's like Is that the dystopian... sneaking game. Yeah, it's this dystopian. Uh, everyone's trapped in the gulag, and you have to like. It's work. the Russian game. <laughs> it's the Russian game. Yeah, gotcha. So. That was the one that was next to get to the orange door, I think. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I... Okay. Which, I don't think I heard anything from Get to the Orange Door yet, unfortunately. No, I think it's still just like that demo that we had back then. And uh, I don't know, I'd like to see more of it, because I really liked it. And I still play the demo every once in a while, so... Mm -hmm. It's pretty great. Yeah. Uh, But that's my week. All right. Well, last week, what I did was I played a game that I used to own, but I gave to Chris for Christmas was I played uh, Tales Adventure on ah. the Gems Collection. Sorry, and 
you're good. <laughs> it's really good. Like I beat it. <laughs> I streamed it and beat it. I think it's uh, the only game I've ever streamed and beat at the same night. Going and granted, I had too. Like, well, I had TJ in the chat. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, you had never really sat down with it ever, unless maybe to make sure your no. body worked or something. The that game controls so well. Like, I was testing some OBS. I was testing some OBS layouts last night, and that was the system that I had hooked up last. Mm -hmm. So I just turned it on, and I was just like playing it, and I was like, man, I just I just want to play it again because it was really really fun. Granted, it does help having like because there's backtracking in the game. Like, it's, it's not that bad. Yeah. It's it's not as bad though. No. Like it's still because I mean it's, you think of it, it's a Game Gear game, so they probably only could put so much on there. Mm -hmm. But it's still fun. Like I had a lot of fun with it. I beat it in I think it was four about four hours. Four hours was around I could, there. I could check our. <laughs> yeah, it was like four, maybe four and a half. Yeah. But uh, I missed one thing, so I got a ninety-seven percent completion completion rate. Rip. I've never so. even I've never even beaten it, so I didn't even know there was like a completion percentage on it. Um, yeah, I missed one thing for the submarine, and it gives you a ninety-seven percent. Dumb, but it, uh, the game's real fun. Uh, I'm kind of mad that I gave you my copy now. So, <laughs> four. <laughs> but hours I have it on the gym. Minute. It looks like you streamed. Mm -hmm. So shave off like a little bit of time for before and after. It's like fifteen minutes intro, and then a song on the after. So about three hours and forty-five minutes. So, but yeah, it was real fun. I uh, had a lot of fun with it. I want. I'll be going back to play that again. And uh, but that was sadly that was the only game I could play on the Gems Collection that night. I couldn't get into the Sonic R or the Sonic CD. So, Shucks. <laughs> uh, why couldn't you get into it? Because I, mean, I had already streamed for almost streaming. four hours, so yeah. I wanted oh. to go to bed. <laughs> yeah, that. And everyone knows that once you stream a game on a collection, you can never go back and play any other games on it ever again. <laughs> oh yeah, that's, that's the rule. The that's streaming that's right. law. That's such a cool I tried to... like thing though, because that was. I'm sorry to cut you off. Uh, You're good. Just how, like, the Game Gear is very much the experimental area for Sega and even Sonic games with like that and Sonic Labyrinth. Mm -hmm. Sonic Labyrinth's not great, but also it's just cool that they tried something different. But like Tails Adventure, Sonic's not in it at all. I think you oh. run a. I wanted to say you run across Knuckles, but I don't think you do. But it's just no. You get a power up. That's you get two, three power ups. One is a Sonic power up. One's okay. a Knuckles power that's up, and one of. is a Fang power up, and that's, that's what it. I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just you cool don't run across anybody else. Mm -hmm. And the music's not bad for what it was. Yeah. So I could not imagine how many uh, batteries to beat the game in four hours that you would have know. to have. That was for um, Game Gear. That <laughs> you could was, beat it uh, in a sitting. Yeah that Did that you? was my that was one of the things that I played when I was on family vacations to the grandparents and stuff so mm -hmm. me and my game gear yeah no I, game gear had about four to six hours of worth of battery life so it's possible it was fun though but i've got some other games that i'll be playing on that collection eventually so but that was fun shout out to tj for helping me through a lot of it he's like you need to get like the final level you have to get an upgrade to go to the final area you have to get an upgrade for your submarine that lets you fly and I was like, why can't I go up here? He's like, did you get the rocket boot or the rockets? I was like, no. He's like, gotta get the rockets. Okay, go to bed. Bye. <laughs> just, that like, sentence, right, I guess I... just that sentence. I gotta get an upgrade to let my make my submarine fly. Yeah, yeah that's what it is. But uh, uh, other than that, I beat Doom 2016. Hell yeah. And uh, that was super fun. So good. Uh, I It was so good that I started playing it again. So... <laughs> Oh, I like that. Where'd you get that shirt at? GameStop when I worked there. Uh, I wore it well after the release of Doom. 
I that bet. Was, yeah. We could just wear game t-shirts at one point. Yeah. Yeah. That was, uh, I'm this on the fence. was the weirdest thing where like I worked at a store and I went to like a giant Eagle well after shift was over and I'm just walking through the parking lot and some dude's like, Hey, how's that new doom? I'm like, uh, it's pretty good. <laughs> hey, how's that new doom? <laughs> Uh, I'm on the fence. They have a couple copies of the Doom 2016 Collector's Edition on Amazon for like 80 bucks, and you get the Revenant statue, a steel case of the game, and then you get like a big box and all that. But I kind of talked myself out of it. I was like, nah. I re- I would like the Eternal one, but that's $200, and I'm not paying $200 for a Collector's Edition. Yeah. Although the helmet looks really cool, but. I will be getting... I don't even think I'm going to be getting the Deluxe Edition. The Deluxe Edition is like a bunch of cosmetic crap in the game for like multiplayer and stuff. So like, I'll probably just get the base game. I didn't even know there was multiplayer. Yeah, yeah they've actually got a really cool multiplayer system. It's uh, Oh, that helmet looks badass. Yeah, it's the, wearable. Fuck, yeah. I want that... What is that? What is this thing? Oh, it's a lithograph. Yeah, uh, and then the the steel case is a, the Mondo art. Why is there a cassette tape? It has the Doom soundtracks. Yeah, I don't need any of this, you idiot. I'm, I'm the idiot, <laughs> not you. <laughs> the, but, uh, no, the multiplayer for Doom Eternal is, uh, or at least one of the modes, if anything. Uh, you can either be one of two demons trying to get mm-hmm. away from the Doom guy, or you can be the Doom guy just coming in and slaying shit. Oh, yeah. So it's kind of like one of those Left isometric uh, multiplayer games, like, like uh, fucking Dead by Daylight. Where instead of the uh, the bad guy being the monster, it's the monsters that are running away from the, the well, humanoid character. You still have to kill the doom guy as the monsters. You're not just well, running yeah, away all the time. You are like really outclassed. Yeah, like, oh, I, I saw that. So that's why they give you two. Yeah. So there's gonna be compositions and stuff. So everyone needs to get Doom Eternal because that could be a Thursday night throwdown. Yeah. Wear this helmet, you dumbass. I don't need this. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Well, the thing is, if it helps you any, it's really hard to find a collector's edition right now. Yeah, I could, okay, yeah, I could do that or get the Animal Crossing Switch edition the same day, so. Animal Crossing. Are you an Animal Crossing fan? <laughs> no, Rachel is, and she, I didn't, I'm even, not I didn't even know about the Animal Crossing Switch. She showed it to me, so I'm like, oh, fuck. Oh, yeah, I forget That's you don't have one, so. Yeah, guys, the pro's coming out, so I can't, I know as soon as that comes out, and then in the spring or like E3 or whatever, Nintendo's gonna be like, "Here's the Switch Pro." Yeah, so. uh, N- Nintendo came out and said there's no Switch Pro coming out this year. Yeah, they've said a lot them. of things. Uh huh. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, but no, I beat it. Uh, so I wanted to beat Doom. I was like, I want to beat this on Ultra Violence, which is like the level right below Nightmare, mm-hmm. and I died a lot. But oh, I gotta find like a busted clip. I. I see. Being able to play with the keyboard and mouse is a lot better in that game. Yeah. But the problem is I was trying to, so I did some impromptu streams the last couple days. I just, for some reason, got in the mood of wanting to stream mm-hmm. that weren't Sega-related games. So I was like, I'm just going to stream on the Scrubverse channel. And uh, I went to stream Monster Hunter, and I went to stream Doom, and found out that my PC still cannot stream at high-quality game settings with high-quality stream settings. So... Aww. Yeah, so, but I was able to wire my uh, laptop through the Elgato, so I was still able to play on the laptop and then still have a good stream, so. I, I, could, I thought that you have, like, two 1080 Ti's. 
I have one 1080 Ti. Oh, okay. And if I I could do it if I turned the settings down on my game, but fuck that, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm not First trying to play world. Doom on low settings. What am I, a peasant? First world <laughs> problems. Those are real world problems, Scott. <laughs> you don't you don't have to watch this now, but I'm sharing a video of uh, when I I glitched out a a Baron while I was playing. The Barons are ones I never fucked around with. I yeah, always no, pulled the BFG out. That's why I saved this clip and uploaded it. It was so satisfying. He broke. He didn't know how to grab me on a platform. So I just like, <laughs> was able to get Oh, out. is this the train level? No, no. It's before that oh, shit. Okay. Um, what, what the worst in the entire game are whoever was like, okay, so first of all, they were like, all right, we got pinkies. Okay. Right. Everyone loves pinkies. Mm -hmm. Let's make them invisible. Yeah. Well, that's not a Let's new make thing. Oh, is it in the older games too? Oh, I didn't yeah. play a lot of older Doom games. Oh, you're okay. Well, that's your first problem. But there's, um, they're just like here's invisible pinkies and here's six of them in an arena. Right. And I'm just like, fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> this yeah, sucks. Yeah. No, yeah, dude. That, that's like that was like one of the first games to just say basically fuck you was Doom and like <laughs> Duke Nukem and stuff with just like we complain about Sonic and how you're running and then suddenly there's an enemy and you lose all your rings. No, go back to the early first person shooters where there's a secret room with a bonus, uh, like you grab turbo armor or something, and then you turn around and there's 50 dudes up your butt, you know, <laughs> <laughs> video games. Uh, but now that I've played through it, uh, it's just that that soundtrack is just so good. Like it yeah. knows it comes in right when it needs to and mm -hmm. amps up right when it needs to. Also, if I had beaten, I bought this game in 2016 when it came out. If I had sat down and beat it, I'd have been so mad at that ending. Like that ending, yeah. I'm just like, like it's good. It's a good ending. But I I'd mean, have been like, fuck Halo, that, Halo, man. Halo Two had already happened, so I was ready for yeah, that's true. But <laughs> I'm not gonna spoil it for anybody, but I'm so I'm really glad that I beat it so close to Doom Eternal coming out. So I was only mad, and I I don't care if this is spoilers or not. Like up until um I forget the doctor's name. What's her name? Samuel Hayden. No, oh, no, no. Olivia Pierce. Yeah. When I when I finally when you finally get up to her up until that point I was like I've seen every goddamn enemy from classic mm -hmm. Doom except for the spider bots where are the spider bots and then I was like this is a <laughs> boss these were never a boss I mean they were wicked hard but you know so that was cool uh, well I like how they give you the cyber demon like two thirds of the way through and you're like oh was that the ending nah motherfucker that wasn't oh, an ending yeah <laughs> definitely oh you have oh, to fight him twice too I remember. Uh, the hardest part in that game for me, not even the final boss. What, the final boss was kind of actually a joke compared to the rest of the game. But um, they give you a lot of BFG stuff. You have to fight two bosses at once, and there's like those uh, pillars in the middle. You have to hit those down, and then that's how you kill them and whatever. But there's one point where you're fighting those two speedy bosses that like dash at you and stuff. Yeah, that was the hardest. Oh yeah, part you're talking about the worms that go into the into the stone bodies or whatever maybe yeah it it's comes right out before of, you of get the statue like it, it starts yeah, as a it's statue. right before you get the crucible which is the sword um yeah but like that part where you had to fight two of them because you fight one and it's hard enough and then you have to fight two at a time i almost fucking threw my controller at the tv i remember that the was two the, the one was harder for me the two were easy because i just focused on the one that was constantly doing the range yeah and uh but no, I had to ref I had to refight the cyber demon so many times in the second phase because mm -hmm. I was just like God, mother I was like because he slashes up, slashes down, slashes. All right, I need to jump. Da, da, da. And then the final <laughs> boss, you have to actually crouch at one point. 
I was yeah. so mad. I was like, you never have to crouch in anything <laughs> besides like traversing territory. Yeah. But no, I have to crouch in the middle of this fight. And I said, fuck that. And I just unloaded like the, my favorite gun in the entire game has to be the uh, the precision pre- precision laser gun. I can't remember what it's called, mm-hmm. but it's the one that you can just charge up and just like snipe people with a laser beam. Okay, that one does a lot of damage. And then of course the BFG is great too. So yeah, I would always use the homing rockets, the rocket launcher thing. That was really good. Yeah. And then I my problem was I like to get up and close and personal with the shotguns, and yes. that's not always a good idea to do that. Nope. You gotta go <laughs> and back I'm like, and play the arcade mode now. What makes me mad is like I should be able to jump over pinkies if they're running towards me, but every yeah. time I would go to jump over a pinky, it would still hit me. I guess it like clipped my legs or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I just had to start learning how to sidestep them and all that shit. So. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, Doom's good. I'm gonna be streaming that again soon. Uh, we did a stream. I'm guessing you guys waited for me to bring it up, but we I all forgot. did Killer Queen, Killer Queen Black. Uh-huh. Uh, that was yeah. fun. We. I and wish so. we would have had more people to play against. It just seemed like the matches went like we had a lot of connectivity issues sometimes, yeah. just like getting a group going. But it was fun. That spawned uh, that we're gonna cosplay Killer Queen Black for Magfest. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing it. Sure. I don't care about Brink anymore. <laughs> AJ can be the queen. AJ can dress up. That's as the perfect. Queen. Um, That's perfect. Yeah, we'll run around in our in our Charlie Brown blue shirts. We went by. We were at Walmart yesterday, and they had like the bouncy balls that you can get that like for kids for like a dollar or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I saw purple ones, and I was like, "We need these <laughs> berries, They're the so berries." Amazing. And we just start chucking them. Yeah. Uh, and then I've been playing a whole lot of Monster Hunter Iceborne on the PC. I've gotten the itch to play it again, and yeah, it's been a while since you've played Monster Hunter. It has actually because when I played it on PC, I forgot how to fucking play the game. Oh. So, but I picked it back up and I was like, oh, and I've done nothing on the PC version. I did, I just beat when I was playing the PC version in the base game, I beat the base game and that was it. And I, I logged on and I was like, wait a minute, why don't I have these gems and why am I so broke and why don't I have this? Oh, that's because you didn't do, do anything on this one, you dumb shit. So, that's what I've been doing is just playing through it and getting through Iceborne because. It's just nice to play through it. I, I mean, I could play on the PlayStation 4, but kind of at, like, end game stuff, and I'm like, all right, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just having fun with it. But, yeah, then I'll bring up the puppy situation. So I'm sitting here. I think it was Thursday. I'm sitting here working at my work laptop, and it's, like, I don't know, like, 1 in the afternoon. I'm just sitting there. I'm taking a break because I've been, like, nonstop working on all this crap that I've had to get done. And I hear, like, something that sounds like, you know, when a chair does a high pitch like, squeak. And I was like, what the fuck was that? And I look over at my office door, and my office door has, like, a full-length, like, window in the door. And I just see a little tail, like, sticking up the bottom of the window. And I have a pet door right by that door. And I look over, and there's this little chocolate – well, not chocolate. It's a black lab puppy trying to get in, like, mad that it can't get into my office, barking at me and all this other shit. So I open the door and she walks right in and I'm just like, no, we can't do this. <laughs> we have three cats. So I, I text my wife and all that. And she's like, "Uh Oh, and it gets, and I go and get it some food and it eats the food. And my wife gets home and we decide to like, okay, we don't want to keep it outside. It's the weird thing is every time it's like in the house, it's like super lethargic and just like really quiet and won't do anything like not acting like a puppy. 
but the minute you take it outside, it's running around, having fun, and all that stuff. So it, we're just like, man, this puppy's weird. And we keep it in our living room and keep it shut up in there for the night because we don't have anything. Like we don't have a like a doggy cage or anything like that. And my wife wakes up at six a.m. because it's she's howling. The oh. puppy is just yeah. And it had pooped. Luckily, we have hardwood floors, so that's why we kept it in there. Yeah. And uh, so the next day, I'm outside with it, and I'm letting it poop and pee. And I look over, and it's one of – so we have these two labs that run the neighborhood. We have a black lab and a yellow lab. And I look over, and the black lab is just like <laughs> – You said run what? the neighborhood. I thought they're like, they're in charge of this bitch. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, I'm sorry, roaming. They roam the neighborhood. <laughs> and uh, I look over, and this one's looking at me. And I'm like, all right. Am I going to have to box this dog in case it tries to rush me down? Mm. Like, that's always a thought in my head. I'm like, I'm going to get bit. Mm -hmm. So, like, I got to do something to, like, take this dog on. Mm -hmm. And I kind of, like, whistle at the dog. And it just runs over. And it's happy. And the puppy is just going nuts. Like, I'm like, all right, this is your motherfucking mom is what this is. Yeah. So I go and grab my jacket. And I start walking down the road. And I go to the house that's right on the corner. And I see, like... Me, the puppy's just walking with me. Like, I don't need to hold it or anything. It's walking with me down the road. And I look over, and there's six other puppies running towards me. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then come to find out, it has nine siblings Jeez. that live oh, in so this house. There were house 10 that, all together. Jeez. There was 10 all together. And they, the fence, they had, I guess one of the older dogs had like dug a hole underneath the fence mm. and it got out. So the other puppies were getting out with it. Mm. So, but I talked to them. And uh, we we returned the puppy. The dogs? No, we talked to the people that were living there. You asshole! But uh, no. So my friend was like, "Oh, I want that puppy," and I'm like, "Well, I'm gonna try and find its home first before you just come and get it." Yeah. And then she was like, "Oh," and I was like, "Well, they have ten that you can come and get, so you can come and pick from any of those." And uh, she's like, "Why didn't you just keep that one puppy?" I was like, "Well, first of all, my cats didn't like the puppy, and second of all, when that puppy ran into the other puppies, I've lost track of it. I don't know where, like, because they're racist. all black puppies. Like, I don't. No, that's not racist. <laughs> but yeah, I we did not need a puppy. I thought about it. I was like, we could have a puppy. And then I like after that first night, I was like, I don't want a puppy. No, nope, I don't want a puppy. Bah. I like cats because they poop in a box, and I have to clean the box up." Have zero but personality. What? You don't know. Yes, I do. You don't I've know. lived with cats. I grew up with cats, yeah. and I love cats. Yeah. My cat back talks me all the time. Demons. And she high fives me. Nah. But other than that, that's all I had for this week. Playing the dog. Playing with the dog that it was apparently destined to be mine, according to you guys. Mm -hmm. And then you all squandered right. it. Yep, sure did. That's a shame. Fuck that. <laughs> All right, let's go into the news. So people watching this. Oh, man, are you guys ready for a rant? Because Corey's about to go into a rant. I'm about to rant for the rant of the week. Fucking rant. So on, uh, on January 28th, I believe, uh, Warcraft 3 Reforged came out. Yes. And, uh, for anyone that knows, I was at, it was first teased at BlizzCon 2018, and that's the BlizzCon that I went to. And I got to play it, and it was fun. I had a lot of fun with it. Uh, this game is a pile of fucking shit, <laughs> and I'm gonna tell you why. So, oh, all right, Chris, you're good. But uh, so this game came out, and do you guys want to? Did you guys look at the Metacritic score on it? Something like a 32. I, I wrote already. the article. 
You did write the article, but okay. So the meta score is sixty three, but the user score is point five. Oh, okay. What cool. number are they up to as far as how many uh, motherfuckers who are downvoting this thing is that? I don't know. I think the last when you listed like eighteen thousand people that there are going. There was eighteen thousand six hundred thirty six, and that was probably a couple days ago. No, that was today. Uh, nineteen thousand oh. seven hundred seventy one. Oh, ba- no, nineteen thousand eight hundred twenty. Uh oh, live updates. Yep, there you go. Weird. But for anyone that doesn't know what Warcraft Three Reforged is, it is a a it's a reforged version of Warcraft Three. They were doing like graphical up change. It's kind of like what they did with StarCraft. They did a StarCraft remastered, and StarCraft remastered was really really good because the only thing that they really did was they did like graphical upgrades for it. They didn't mess with how the game worked. They didn't mess with any ladder systems or anything like that. And if you go on Metacritic and look up StarCraft Remastered, the meta score on that is 85, and the user score is 7.8. That game came out on August 14th of 2017. I've played that game, and it's very, very good. The problem, I'm going to do a little pros and cons list with this Warcraft 3. Uh, So I got a pros list. The pros is the graphical upgrades are nice, and it's pleasing to the eyes. That's the end of the pros list. (laughs) <laughs> that is it uh so with the new reforged it's a 30 dollar price point for basically what is a graphics upgrade uh they one of the other things is is so you would think that if this game's bad you could just go to the original warcraft 3 and play that right yeah that's what i always say about sonic yeah even with starcraft <laughs> if you didn't like the starcraft remastered you could go back and play regular starcraft mm-hmm. but that is not what Blizzard did. Blizzard combined the original game with the new version. So even like all the problems that Reforge is having, if you try to go back and play just the regular, it's the same thing because they're all connected together. It's all melded together. So the connectivity issues that you're having, the no uh, competitive ladders that you're having. Would you say it's forged together? Shut the fuck up. I hate, bam, 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 I hate you so fucking much. Swish, swish. The, the name that I'm loving for this is called Warcraft 3 Refunded. <laughs> and the logo is fantastic. That's what I have up right now. And But on top of that, uh, so there's connectivity issues. There, uh, where, where is it? Hold on. I got it in my list here. The, there's a bunch of stuff that was taken out. So in the original version, you had like clans and profiles. You would have updated battle.net news. You had cross-region play, so people on different servers could still play with each other on like uh, use map setting and custom maps. All of that has been taken out in the Reforged version. Apparently, the game is also like... There was a... I, let me see if I can find it. I have it pulled up here. Where is that article? The one with the Rubik's Cube units... So on oh, Reddit, yeah, the, the texture's not coming in properly. Yeah, so a Reddit poster on uh, by the name of Dang Dang Rulin eighty seven posted. He was just like, "Oh yeah, I guess these are new units that you could just play as, and it's just red and black. Uh, they look like Ska Rubik's cubes, is what they nice. look like. And it's it's so it's so bad. Like, I don't understand why." Blizzard is doing well. No, that's that's wrong. I do understand why Blizzard is doing this, but I'll get into that later. Uh, on top of everything, too. Uh, so the cinematics, the cinematic that was posted from the 2018 uh, reveal at BlizzCon is drastically different than any of the cinematics and the upgrades and stuff that they had in the game that came out, which is understandable. Hold on, it's understandable because games do change from the original announcement to what they are. 
But the problem with this is, is Blizz- Blizzard is still promoting the cinematic from 2018 on the Warcraft 3 website. Yep. Hmm. Like saying this is four hours of additional cinematic content in the game. All that's bullshit. It's not in there. Uh, so one of the things that I love with StarCraft and Warcraft and RTS as a gem are the custom maps, the use map settings, stuff like that. I mean, hell, look at Warcraft 3. That's where Dota and League of Legends came from. Hmm. Well, Blizzard is so, I guess they're so, can we use the term butthurt? Uh, sure, it's your podcast. <laughs> I would not butthurt, but they don't want another Dota or League of Legends to spawn out of uh. I guess Warcraft 3 Reforged. So they have made it a legal thing to where any games that are created in Blizzard's Warcraft 3 are the right, like they, Blizzard owns them. Hmm. This is a clusterfuck, guys. This is a real bad clusterfuck. Yeah. <laughs> Chris is just laid back and You're just welcome. like, it's, it's so, it, it upsets me. It upsets me so bad because I, love blizzard games yeah, like really i love, love this company but man stuff they're I, doing lately and this is the thing i wouldn't be so upset is if i could just go back because i have discs of warcraft 3 i kept them i kept you my battle just chest. like remake an old windows 95 setup or something so you can just <laughs> i guess man like it's just a freaking my own kind of like computer box in my computer where it's, it's just stupid man uh, basically, Reforge is forcing a downgrade for classic users, mm-hmm. and it's it's a shame. All they needed to do with this, they didn't need to even with the cinematics. They were like, oh, like it's going to be upgraded cinematics, upgraded like camera angles and upgraded voice acting. I mean, some of that very it's shown a little bit, but the voice acting is still not it's still not as Shit. fluid as it should be. It's very like there's pause breaks where there shouldn't be pause breaks and all that other stuff, which is fine in the original version because that game came out in 2004 or 2002. 2002. I think the uh, the Frozen Throne came out in 2004, so the original came out in 2002. But it's fine for that. But man, the only thing that needed to be done with this was do exactly what you did with StarCraft. Just do a graphical upgrade. Put a $20 prize point on it. And that was it. I'm really curious on like, the reasoning behind why blizzard went ahead and was just like oh fuck this just just entirely fuck this because blizzard is not who they used to be well that's the easy answer you know that's the blanket statement yeah you know they're now the corporate overlord uh you could you could blame activision for that and you can Mm -hmm. blame what's the company this count there's like some parent company that is behind the scenes on everything uh, and then ties to China and whatever, but that's not the point. Like, I want to know what was going on in the boardroom where they said these are all of our plans for Warcraft Three, and like some easy executive comes out and be like, "Yeah, fuck that." But I like that trailer. Keep that trailer up there. We can get in a lot of people with that trailer. It's, it's so, stupid. They don't know what like I don't know what they were trying to achieve with this. First of all, let's run down. They they they're lying. They're lying about stuff that they said that they're delivering in this game, and they're not doing it. Uh, apparently, from the, the one screenshot that we have here of the Rubik's Cube, they shipped an unfinished game. I'm tired of companies shipping unfinished games. And it was just, this whole thing was unnecessary. Like, 
like I said, all you had to do was a graphical upgrade and put a $20 on it like you did with StarCraft. That's all people wanted. Keep everything else. Like, you don't even have ladders. Like, people who don't know what ladders are, ladders are, it's the ranking system in RTSs. Like, you want to go up the ladder and become better. People are still playing this game to this day. You can't just fuck that shit over. Well, apparently you can, because that's what they did. And if you don't like the game and you want to get a refund, Blizzard has also said fuck you to that, too. Ah, the Nintendo route. I think I want to say Blizzard has done it first. <laughs> it's mm. ridiculous. <clears throat> so there's a Reddit. Has always had this uh, you you buy no refunds, no returns policy. That's how it always has been. It's it's just I mean Blizzard is even too. So here we have one where they're they're breaking the Australian consumer laws. There was a Reddit user by the name of Chaos General who is an Australian user on the for the BattleNet. And had a conversation with a Blizzard agent of Nipolden about a potential refund. And basically, you can go and check it out. Uh, we can post it. It'll be on one of the things. But you, the whole transcript of the entire conversation is basically the guy being like, oh, you played a certain amount of time, so we can't refund the game to you. And the guy's like, that's not how consumer laws work. And the guy's like, well, if you have a problem with it, you can go to the, what was it? Uh, you, you can go and give us feedback, but you're not getting a refund on this game. And the guy was like, but my time in the game, half of it was trying to matchmake to get a game going because your connectivity issues are so bullshit. And the guy was like, doesn't matter. You played the game for this X amount of hours, so we can't refund it to you. Hmm. And I mean, then there's another guy on there. I think it was in a Reddit thread where he was in a conversation with uh, somebody from customer service. And he was just like, I want a refund on this. And was just like, well, we have to see because it's a case on case-by-case basis and he was just like no this is under australian blah 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 yeah that's the one i was just talking about you know i can get this back i'm like well the guy who he was talking to was like we're a u.s u.s based company we follow u.s laws we don't owe you anything which is also bullshit because they were citing um 15 u.s code 54 Mm -hmm. which is a false advertisement which people are protected all in all I hope that this goes to class action. Uh, is it likely? Not really. We're not going to hear about any resolution from this for probably a good five, ten years. Ah, yeah, we won't see anything. Because that's just the way that uh, corporate lawyers will push things out. They'll push it and they'll push it and they'll push it. Um, it's one thing when it comes to like hardware like we saw with Nintendo and their Joy-Cons. Mm-hmm. It's another thing when it comes to, like, software. Because at the end of the day, it's software. You can update that shit overnight and then say there was just never a problem to begin with. Yeah. So there's there's a lot going on. There's a lot to unpack. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. Ever since – I want to say that ever since, like, Overwatch, I've kind of just – checked out of anything having to do with blizzard and then everything to come out since then has just been an, an affirmation of my oh, stance yeah. like if we go if we go guys if we go back to the diablo i was there for diablo 3's launch it was abysmal it was real bad but they were able to come back with it like diablo 3 became very good and it's still a game that i will play today it's a very good game but Going back to the refunds, if you were lucky enough to get a refund, some people are able to get refunds. But, Chris, let's say you were helping someone on the forum to be like, oh, you need to go here to try and get a refund. No, now Blizzard is banning people on the 
Warcraft 3 forums for, I believe, what is it, like two weeks? Two weeks. For, for assisting people in getting their refunds for Warcraft 3 Reforged. Oh, yep. Boy. This is sloppy everywhere. This is sloppy. I don't care what department it is. Game, it's it's sloppy in the game development game development uh, department, the advertising, the customer marketing. service, every everything, marketing. It's a, abysmal all across the board. And I have no faith in Blizzard anymore. Uh. <laughs> I just love that this is this was your tipping point for this. It's, it makes me so mad. I don't even want to play uh, Diablo 4. No. I'm sorry. This company needs to do some shit to get their shit together before I'm even ever going to buy a game from them again. Now, I will play Warcraft. I will play World of Warcraft on a private server. That's Because I logged in the other day. <laughs> Not run by them. Ah, fuck them. This is the one company where I don't give a fuck anymore. Yeah. It makes me so mad. Buy physical, kids. I mean, it doesn't even matter if you buy physical of this, you still can't get it. Don't fuck with my physical. That's the name of the podcast. Don't fuck with my physical. Yeah. <laughs> it no makes me so mad. I have, a, I have like all my battle chests over here. You can see them right here in this video or in the video feed. All my, like I have Diablo 3. I have, fuck those games. Like it makes me so mad. Fuck that company. I can't wait for them to go back to like Diablo 3 and World uh like starcraft and then like do the same shit just completely fuck those games over random update just why are you fucking why are you fucking with games that are good that are a staple in your company make new fucking game this is a prime example of people not being able to think of fucking new shit i honestly don't think like the intention of them going in was to be like fuck these guys it no way i believe that i think that this is just a gradual evolution that we're seeing with blizzard as they become more corporatized yes. you know we we're talking about a company that maybe five ten years ago was barely 180 employees i mean maybe more maybe maybe 800 yeah. let's let's bounce it up let's say 800 now they have thousands thousands of people in their marketing hr whatever now it's not no longer the word word of mouth type bullshit that used to get them by you know now they don't have like... gamers making games anymore not like they used to i cannot nobody can sit here and tell I me i find that really hard to sell it's just that just that phrase in general they don't have gamers making games anymore why do you go into game design to make games I, to make games yeah, you know, but what was you? What would be your reasoning ahead of time? Because you played the games and you love those games. I don't necessarily think it's a hundred percent the developer's fault. What I think it is is that it's coming from marketing, HR, and management. This is really something more that's coming from the top on down. This is coming from people who like who are in the production of the game, not necessarily the development. Whether it's them trying to cut costs, whether it's them trying to fucking. Uh, you know, cause shit like this to draw in. Because, like, don't get me wrong, I honestly believe that there are certain people out there who are okay with putting out a shit game with the intention of that, hey, we're going to fix this later on down the road. Let's just get in as much people as possible to buy in, refuse the refund, because people do that shit all the time. Like you said, fucking Nintendo does that. And then as time goes on, we can fix it. Let's get their money now. That's a shit mentality system. 
That is a shit You're way to do it. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. But I, <clears throat> this is this is far beyond like, oh, it's the developers that fucked up. You're right. They're like, what I'd like to see is some integrity coming from people who are in R and D, saying, hey, shit's we going down up. ahead of time. Not necessarily we fucked up. It was like, hey, this this game is not ready. This this game is not ready. I don't care if they go onto fucking 4chan. Just like give a heads up. Let people know ahead of time. Hey, this shit's gonna be fucking rough. You know? And then hope as time goes on, which on average is what takes place. You know, you put out a shit game, and then over the course of the next two years, they fucking fix it. Which is a, which is sad to even say in the first place. It is. Just let the game come out in two years then. Like why? Like it's no, but that doesn't that doesn't get your investment money back to your shareholders. That's what oh, this I, is all about. I understand what you're saying, and I'm still saying it's complete and fucking utter bullshit. And when I say gamers are, they don't have gamers making games anymore. They the developers that they have, yeah, they're probably still gamers and all that stuff. But that company as a whole has let the corporate because back in the day when it was only like 180 i'm pretty sure those 180 people still had some kind of marketing they had some kind of hr department they had all that by people that understood how the gaming and how their company worked these people at blizzard now do not understand how this shit works anymore they want money and fuck you if you don't like the game we got your money see ya it pisses me off so much because you on the opposite end of the spectrum you have a company like Capcom right now with Monster Hunter, even with the Iceborne release that had all the problems, they were still like, we understand that there's issues. We apologize for the issues happening right now. We're fixing it. And they fixed that shit. I think it goes a little bit deeper than that. Because this isn't just, uh, hey, it's fucked up. Let's fix it. It's they're advertising a false product. Yeah. I think that that's what really people are fucking pissed about. Not just all the assets that have not been that were promised are not in there. Not just you know you're they're removing things and potentially putting out a uh, a paid for patch in order to get those things. They're taking custom game modes and then putting copyrights on them so that's that they don't bullshit. fucking miss out on another multi billion dollar industry just in case. And then when they go on your storefront. They have the fucking BlizzCon 2018 trailer, mm -hmm. which is nothing like what was promised. So it's... They're lying and getting away with it. It's a dumpster fire. That's, yeah. that's really all you can... Not to the no. extent, but it reminds me of No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky, you know, the Internet Historian did a really good video talking about the release of No Man's Sky. I wouldn't necessarily put that on the same level because No Man's Sky is like barely a 20-man project. Yeah, but I'm just saying like it was uh, not at all the game that they promised was what was released at launch. Yeah, but they, yeah, I understand that part. But they've since gone back and fixed, uh, <sighs> repaired things. Maybe, mm -hmm. maybe you're right too. Maybe they can go back and fix it, but it's just shitty. Will. It's act I mean, Activision has them now and they got nothing going on but uh they got this well the thing is they're trying to go back like they see that starcraft remastered did well wow classic made them so much fucking money mm. like it's ridiculous and they 
just they're just trying to cash in on their old IPs over and over again. They're just going to keep doing it over and over again because yeah. they can't think of any new shit. Mm-hmm. It's sad. It's sad to see something that Blizzard used to be like my number one. Like that's what that was like. I want to work for Blizzard. That's what I said when I was younger. I was like, I want to work for Blizzard. That's going to be awesome. I would love to just be like working there. And now I'm glad I don't work at Blizzard now. Tracer's ass isn't going to get him out of this one. It's ridiculous, man. It's 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 sad. It's it makes me really really sad to see a company that I had such high regard for fall so low. Yeah, it it it's a bummer. Um, yeah, it just hurts. The, only, the so. only thing I can relate to with this is Capcom when they just started. When I just lost all hope in Resident Evil when six came out, I was like, I feel betrayed. Yeah. <laughs> but that's a different. Well, luckily thing. though, Capcom's coming back a little bit, I believe. Yeah. That's that's a different thing, but it's still a sense of betrayal and just like, what are you doing? Um, should we pivot? Should we take a break? Let's. Feel like you need to. No, no, I'm good. Let's pivot. I'm actually happy to talk about Star Wars for. You fucking know what? Once. Let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about a franchise that hasn't pissed anyone off. None of the fans all are upset right. about that. I didn't take a breather. You guys have fun with this one. <laughs> Star Wars. Hey guys, what do you guys think about that Star Wars? Have uh, you seen I'm, what is a Star I'm Wars? Excited. Are we talking about the movies or the games? No, we're tired of hearing nine. about your movies saga viewing garbage that you tried to go through. <laughs> oh, wait, yeah. We never – did we get an update on that? What's yeah, your, how's that what's going? Uh, no, we still – well, so Kiki actually got a promotion. So oh, nice. No time she, for Star Wars now. <laughs> yeah, the her time for, you know, watching the good movies and then, like, fighting her way through the shitstorm. Uh, is, her time matters now. <laughs> yeah, her time matters because she's you know she's a store manager now. Um, like I'm excited to watch six, and I'm excited to watch the Mandalorian, and then I'm not excited anymore. So viewers can't see we're, tornado clutching a stress ball now, but that's what it yeah, that's a racket ball. Oh. <laughs> All right, still a stress ball of some sort. Yeah. Sorry, um, I'll let you know we're on hiatus right now. Ah, okay. I'll let you know what ends up happening. Yeah, just like but as far as as far as video games are concerned, I'm pretty pretty fucking stoked for this. Uh, there's a few rumors going around in the EA circle that there's a Knights of the Old Republic project underway. Uh, rather than a full blown prequel or sequel, EA is looking to integrate elements from the two original games and bring certain things from current Disney canon to light. This falls in line with the comments from Kathleen Kennedy confirming that Lucasfilms is indeed working on something Kotor related. Uh, this is further supported by tweets from Jordan Mason, editor-in-chief of Sinolinks, where he shared a banner of a simple image showing the words Project Luminous 2020 with an emblem of the Jedi on it. Uh, really short and sweet. I, On one hand, I'm a huge fan of, like, the underbelly of Star Wars with the smugglers and, mm-hmm. you know... The, the Mandalorian. The, yeah, like, not the spatial ma- magic... No Jesus space ninjas. Characters. Just exactly. dirt and grime. However, I am a stickler for Knights of the Old Republic. Like, even the MMO is fantastic. That's the only one I played. I never played any of the other two games. Like, just the storylines for Knights of the Old Republic are fantastic. They're great games. I learned why um, uh, Chewbacca is was buddies with Solo, because of that whole, like, life commitment thing through those games. Yeah. That's true, too. Um, But KOTOR 1 and 2 for the Xbox. Um, KOTOR 1, arguably. Oh, yeah, wow, those were on the Xbox. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. arguably the greatest game that's on the Xbox. I mean, some people might say Halo. That's fine. I have my own biases. <laughs> Stubbs the, the a zombie. Uh, get the fuck out of I'm here. KOTOR <laughs> <laughs> uh, 2, great fucking game. Uh, and now that Darth Revan has been declared canon uh, through Disney, I'm curious. To, uh, haven't you played KOTOR 1? No. I know who Darth Revan is, I've but that's because people play it. I don't know any of that crap. So the MMO, when when I played the MMO, I got into hardcore, mm-hmm. and I was like, I want to know about these Sith. Yeah, and I was like, Revan sounds like a bad motherfucker. Oh, Revan's a badass. He's one of my favorite characters. So I'm curious to see what they end up doing. I mean, there were some people saying that it would be like a sequel of sorts. Yeah. Uh, Obsidian always said that KOTOR was supposed to be a three-part trilogy. Uh, so here comes the movies. I would like to see some Old Republic shit. I'd watch that. I'm I'm done with Empire, and I'm done with having anything to do with Anakin Skywalker. Just just remove that from Give my Give me a cool mind. Sith. Oh, give me a thing, cool yeah. Sith. Give me a badass Jedi. And give me a shit ton of fucking smugglers to make shit cool. That's all I, I never. Uh, it was released on nothing I owned at the time, so yeah. Big red. I mean, you I'd can always... get it on your phone now. I'm not. T- <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about your phone. <laughs> uh, yeah, me and my 5s. <laughs> nah. Will it run on the 5s? Maybe. I don't want to that. Can no. you get Doom on it? So like old get school Doom. Doom? You can get you old get Doom you get Doom on a 5a. You get Doom on everything. Yeah. Doom on a TI calculator. Yeah. 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 Uh, I will play it. I'm, I need to, I'm actually, that's what I need to pick up is that newer one. Uh, what was it called? Just, uh, Just the, the one that's dark, the dark souls one. Oh, uh, fallen order. I want to play that one because I did not know that the main character is the guy from shameless and he's also the Joker in the Gotham show. I didn't know that, but that's cool. Yeah. Something he's in the, all, both of those. Nope. That's that. I actually already. need to go back and play that. I, uh, I, that down for a bunch of fighting games in Kakarot and I really regret my decision. You fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I need to go back and finish that. I need to I get already, a copy of it. I already pretty much really know what ends up happening at the end, but I don't give a shit. I just want to see what ends up happening when you, you know, face down the the obvious big bad. I mean, yeah. Surprise, surprise. Always. Like, always. Do you, do you fight him? No, because there's fucking four movies, uh, six movies dedicated to all that shit. <laughs> doesn't matter, doesn't even though matter. it's canon. Yep. Uh, no, I'd totally be down for some Knights of the Old Republic again. That's cool. It's weird how MMOs are in my life so much right now with having played Hover and like Fantasy Star Online 2 is coming up. And... Oh, what a time oh, for shit. MMOs. We are so close to that. When's it come out again? April. It is Wednesday. Or uh, something. Hold on. I didn't sign up for the beta. I guess I don't know if it's closed. Oh, I guess no, I need to sign up for Friday. It. I've never played a Fantasy Star Online game, so. Well, there's only this one one's one. pretty easy. If you get the chance, I I highly recommend just just to get a taste of it. You won't like it, but just to get a taste of it. Who you're talking to two uh, people? Who who won't like it? Oh, Corey. That's okay. what. <laughs> uh, you won't like it, but download Blue Burst. Just, just to, just to get a taste of it. Is there a legal way to do it? Um, it's a, it's I don't a, think, it's a, uh, it's a private server. 
I'm just saying it's a stab at you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't want to break my computer. <laughs> That's not what broke my computer. And technically, the English translations uh, are not an illegal way of downloading it either. So, oh, okay. it's yeah. This is this is free and legit. Yeah. Uh, FantasyStarOnline.net, motherfucker. Go there. All right. Educate. Yep. I'm gonna get the Dreamcast game and just like flounder around in a little bit. The first one, get my feet wet, even though it's gonna be different. But I'm excited for PSO2. It's gonna be different. I don't like it. <clears throat> hey, Star Wars. Yeah. Star Wars. That's it for Star Wars. I have nothing else. Good. <laughs> is Dash Rendar uh, gonna be in it? That's all I know. Is who? Dash Rendar. Is he gonna be in it? I don't fucking know. He's, yeah, that's that's I, from I, uh, uh, Shadows. It's Empire, one of the games. Yeah. I haven't played Shadow of the Empire. I, he I was like I just he was it. like the more charismatic Han Solo. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's what so, they were yeah. trying to go for. Man, I'd play that game again. Shadow of the Empire. That's uh. That's fucking N64, right? Yeah, N64 get in or PS1? get out. Yep. yep. <laughs> do you guys pick up any of those? Uh, do you do any of the limited you. run uh, Star Wars cartridge releases? Do you guys hit any of those up? No. If you okay. fucking say that I get the podcast racer one, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> Purple cartridge or something, right? Yeah. Yeah, do it. How much did they want for that? They wanted like seventy dollars. More than you should have paid. It's seventy dollars more than it's worth. I was super <laughs> bummed. I thought they were gonna do like an up to date, like a PS4 release of Shadows of the Empire, and I was gonna be all over that. But I don't need another cartridge. I'd be down for another uh, pod racing game. Those games are great. I don't give a fuck what Corey says. Fuck you! Just bring out a new F Zero game. <laughs> we don't need podcast games. We need a new F Zero game. I've never heard of a podcast game. Whatever. Now this I'm is mad. Now this is podcasting. <laughs> now that's now that's podcasting. No, don't take my podcast title. I already have it no, for this it's, week. It's done. It's done. That's the new title. God, I fucking hate Star. <laughs> I hate Star Wars. I hate Blizzard. I hate Star Wars. Bring back Silent Hill. Oh man. And I was feeling like shit, but now I'm happy. I'm gonna break your phone. <laughs> That's all my. Phone but I might help anymore. you, so I don't know if you have insurance, so you might get a new phone. Uh, I can't. My, never mind. I think he might only get another 5S. Uh, anyway, Konami may be working on a Silent Hill reboot. <laughs> yeah, boot up them hills. Yo. Yeah, a user by Dust Golem, aka the Aesthetic Gamer, tweeted about two Silent Hill games. I put Silent Kill. My bad. Silent Hill games on the That's that are a in cool the works. That's name. I want Silent that. Scope. Silent Kill. Yep. Uh, one will be a possible soft rebooted series, and the other one would be an episodic Telltale slash Until Dawn style game. I don't want that one. Uh, <laughs> these rumors were later supported by Roke Keegan of RelyOnHorror.com. Uh, yep. Comes at an interesting time because there are reports that Hideo Kojima is looking to move to the horror genre, and there are reports that Kojima has reached out to Konami to potentially work on the new Silent Hill as of December 8th, 2019. Yep, and Mas Masahiro Ito, which was an artist uh, on Silent Hill One, Two, and Three, tweeted that they that they are they are working on a title that they are a core member of, and they hope that the game doesn't get canceled. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a stab at PT and other Silent Hill games. Yeah, like I think the most shocking information to come out of that, and I'm really curious on how accurate that is, but it's it's really like the stars are aligning in that situation where. Mm -hmm. 
the planets are just yeah like Hideo Kojima announces he's going to move into horror games and then Konami is like oh yeah we probably have Silent Hill games coming out and then that report comes out where Hideo Kojima is just like hey you want me to make that game yet you want me to who were the ones that we saw a couple months ago I think was it Swear Sweary and one other person they were doing an interview with someone and they called up somebody and were like, hey, you want to make a game together? And the guy was like, yeah, sure, let's do it. I don't know the exact details on it. We talked about it. We did. I don't remember. I know one of them was sweary. I'll look at the one that has to have the memory. I have a TV. Is that a platinum thing? Are you thinking of? No. Sweary new game collaboration. Keep talking. There hasn't been a Silent Hill since. Book of Memories on the Vita. That was a dungeon crawler, and it was not. Suda Fifty One and Sweary and Devolver. Oh boy. So never mind. It wasn't oh yeah, and Devolver was like, I guess we'll do that. Yeah. Game. We're publishing something. What or whatever. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember something like that where it's like, hey, uh, Digital Devolver is going to publish it, and they're just like, oh, okay, yeah, oh, sure, we? yeah, we'll do it. Yeah, they're just like, yeah, fuck it, sure. We're on board. We're the Wild West of devs right now, so whatever. Yeah, yeah, Devolver, like, and, like, there's a lot of good games coming out of Devolver's end. Speaking of which, where's my fucking Katana Zero DLC? Mm. <sighs> I need more DLC for Enter the Gungeon, even though we already got a really good DLC. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. Scotty, how do you feel about Silent Hills? Uh, uh, a reboot might be cool. Um, the HD collection of 2 and 3 was kind of garbage. Because they, the first one did a, and the second one did a weird thing where it took advantage of pop-up and pop-in effects with the fog and everything. So I would love a remake of the first one, because I'd play that. Um, I don't want a Telltale-type Silent Hill game. No, I don't need that. You'll just get another Man in Mid-Dawn. I haven't played that, I don't... but I do want to play that. But I like Until Dawn, because even though it's kind of wonky now by standards, but... Book of Memories, I don't I like, own, but it was. I, I would like a remake of the first Silent Hill if done well. What's the one where everything ice is over? That was on uh, the Wii. Silent, or shit, Shattered Memories. That's what it was. Yeah, Shattered Memories. That was on PSP, Wii, and PS2. Arguably, the Wii is version that, was the best. Like weird it, horror game that, like, magically spiked up in price. It was. You started off in like a an observatory. No, this was a retelling of the first one, wasn't it? No, I know what you're thinking of. Because there's like a car crash. Uh, are you thinking of Fragile Dreams? I think that's what it was. <laughs> are you thinking of... No, 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 Fragile Dreams. I, th- I think that's it. Here, does that look familiar? That's it. Yeah. Um, I heard that's a really good game. I, yeah, solely snagged it because somebody traded it in. And it was like, anime game on the Wii. This is probably going to be worth something. Damn, Shattered Memory is still $23. Um... People have said the Wii version's the best because your walkie-talkie thing, how it gets staticky, that happens on the Wii mode. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, that game was the first game, but you had only melee attacks, and it froze. Jesus, the PSP of... version's thirty. I don't fucking whatever. I mean, we're getting to the point where the PSP games should be going up in value. Yeah, we're getting. Oh, there. Jesus Christ! The PlayStation Two was a hundred. That's the worst version. <laughs> Idiot. Hunt. Complete Not... price is 100. Fucking idiots. Quit calling me an idiot. <laughs> Not you. Ah, oh, stupid. I don't know. Get the Weaver. Well, maybe. I don't know. We need more Silent Hill movies. Even though a lot of people give those uh, that, that one. That guy went crazy and was in jail. 
Uh, Was the he? director's not going to be making any. <laughs> Granted, I went back and because I always thought those game those movies were really bad, like the first and second one. And then apparently, I watched like the not Cinemassacre, but the good good movies, bad flicks, or bad movies, good flicks. I can't remember which good, one bad it is. Movies. Yeah, and he does a breakdown of the first Silent Hill movie and how it's actually really, really good. And I went back and looked. I was like, you know what? That is really good. But Sean Bean shouldn't be in it. <laughs> first one was... I'll still stand by. The first Silent Hill movie is the best video game movie I've ever seen. Yeah. Hands down. But, I, but they were talking about how, like, Sean Bean is strictly there because you couldn't have two main female actors in the oh. main roles. So they had to throw Sean Bean in there because even though if you go back and look at that movie, Sean Bean's character arc doesn't mean anything. I mean, yeah. it means more in the second one because he's like a main character in the second one, but I don't know. I haven't actually seen the second one. Anyway, yes, give us Silent Hill games. Yeah, give us get, good uh, ones. Uh, maybe don't have too much involvement by Konami. Just Kojima and. Just... All these other people that do actually you really care. want Kojima making another game. Uh, yes, I know you do. You played, have you played Death Stranding? No, but I'm taking your word for it. It's the okay. best game that you love. Oh, I didn't say that. <laughs> Don't put words in my mouth. Man, uh, you got to watch uh, Mega 64's Death Stranding stuff, mainly the behind the scenes one. Uh, just check out check their out, check out their Death Stranding videos. They're pretty good. Yeah. Well, maybe these new Silent Hill games will be coming out on. PlayStation 5. So Hey, you guys are we'll on see. fire with the transitions. I'm needing some help from you guys. And I'm th I'm throwing them up, and you guys are just striking out. <laughs> keep talking about how good the transitions are. That doesn't take away from the transitions at all. Next. Not at all. Let's see. Let me pull it back up. God. I got too much shit open on my computer. While Silent Hill might be silent, anything but rumors are with the PlayStation 5. All right, so there was a 4chan leak uh, for rumors of the new features for the PlayStation 5. Some of those rumors were there would be a console reveal on February 5th. Which, May. by the time this comes out, that'll be tomorrow. Oh, yeah, son. Yes. This is going to happen. Oh, yeah, will this be. was the person that had, or like around these rumors were the same source of the Horizon um, Zero Dawn on PC and crap like that, so probably gonna see some shit on february 5th yeah another thing you don't what? think so i don't here's the reason why sony's the worst uh, at keeping secrets well yes they are but there also hasn't been sony hasn't released any invites or planned any special press events for a reveal of the console on or around february 5th so usually when you come out with like your flagship item like a console reveal is a big fucking deal you could imagine not only them doing like a Sony Direct, but them also having like a, a not necessarily a launch party, but like a reveal party to some extent. You know, give certain members of the press and the industry uh, a look behind the curtain, so to say. There's been nothing like that that's been announced. That's why I'm not 100% on the features or the leaks being announced. Maybe some of the features like. I could see it being five hundred bucks. Like yeah, 40, I think it's, that's not a bad price point. Releasing in October, that's bold. I do think that that's a, a bold uh, release date. You think it's too um, late or too early? What? I think it's early. I do think I it's it, early. I think they should um, do it in November. I think November would have made more sense, um, just to capture the rush because now I feel like people will take a lot more time 
uh, picking up a PlayStation 5 when it's released in October, you know, Vice, November, and it's yeah. like in the back of your mind, like, okay, I need to get it because they're going to fucking sell out real quick. Yeah, you know but they I mean? could say like October. They didn't say a specific date in October. They could be like October 31st. October 31st is still roughly three weeks away from Black Friday, though. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. I mean, the way that I look at it and the way that people explain things to me when they were doing marketing and management is that the closer that you do it to like that holiday season, like right in the middle of that holiday season, the more it's going to be in the back of their mind to go and pick that shit up. Like motherfuckers like me, I'll buy it day one and no one's, you know, they, they have my money. That amazes you me. have mom that was like, oh, the PlayStation 5, he really, really wants it. But then a month goes by let's just say a month goes by from like it's october release date and they on black friday i'm just like oh well that new xbox one sex came out let me go let me go buy that uh i'm not really making the strongest argument for that but when i was about to say <laughs> when my manager talked about it he was really convincing so i'm just gonna go off of that uh two terabyte ssd probably That'd be pretty features dope. that will allow you to suspend as many games as you like. That's a little interesting. I don't know why you need to suspend so many games. Um, it, it's it. I mean, you have it on emulators for like save states. It might be like, not just games, but still, but everything nowadays. Apps. Yeah, maybe. But I'm saying like everything has like save points now. Like, yeah, the difference between the newer games. Game and you know auto save like auto save will still make you go to the main menu where suspend will like put you right in the middle of the fight oh this is that fuck that i don't give a shit about any of that <laughs> i mean it, it's it's cool and interesting nonetheless i don't give a shit but uh there was an event it's on sony's website celebrate 25 years of play at sony square nyc it goes from january 29th to february 5th so there is an event going on uh oh, boom! <laughs> There's an event, we son. We gotta keep Scotty out of here because I don't fact check this shit. Here, so. I'll, uh, I'll link it to you in the thing there. It's on the bottom. That would oh. be there that would go. be pretty last, good because it's the last day, day of that event. event. Yeah, yeah. At Sony That's NYC. Crazy. Yeah, it's and you so can disregard everything that. Chris just said. Because <laughs> <laughs> I no, I wasn't trying to prove you wrong. I had heard somewhere else that there was an event. Uh, actually, it was probably Giant Bomb. They said like they were theorizing this crap and just yeah. based on patterns of things. Well, this one says February 16th, but still, that's like right in the middle oh, of... Oh, scroll down a little bit, though. There's okay, yeah, celebrating there 25 years. So, I mean, they could tailor into, you want to celebrate 25 years? Do it with this console's backwards compatibility, you know? I'd, yeah, I'd speak, be, yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't get it day one, um, but my PS3 is my PS1, used to be my PS2. I would love to have. That's why I'm interested in the Poly Mega. Like, uh, the, yeah, I want that. Yeah, dude. Like the yeah. Xbox. If the if the Series X has backwards compatibility, that is an attractive thing for me, but not as much as having uh, one full generation before Xbox came out. Yeah. And one weird thing that they were saying about the black back backwards backwards <laughs> compatibility. That's it's a different console. <laughs> yeah. Um was that they were also looking into support for PSP and P PlayStation oh, yeah. Vita. I'd like the my PSP because there's my a question with all this on Vita. Yeah, sorry. My question with all this is, though, is they don't say anything about physical, though. This is going to be all digital stuff. Uh, well, I mean, 
they got their with, crap. With the PlayStation 1 through 5, I would assume that they're going to support the disc. If you're doing it with the UMDs and the the Vita chips, yeah, yeah that's probably going to have to be digital only. Oh, you could make a little Vita chip hole, but I don't know about a UMD hole. The, yeah, no. Uh, the PS3, the launch ones, they had... Um, yeah, Pro Stick you could Duo go all the way back. Slots and something mm-hmm. else on there, I forget. Oh, they did. Yeah, you yeah. did. Dude, I uh, I had a backwards compatible one, the 60 gig starting out. That thing went bad though, but that Those was some... still not cheap. Mm, they're only about 200 bucks. You can Chris, find that's them, not but cheap for some people, Chris. Less reliable. What's going to get pricey is if you try to find that stupid memory card converter for PS1, yeah. PS2 memory cards. I happen to yeah. know somebody that had one at the time, so all my stuff's on there. But still got my memory cards, though. But the thing is, though, with Vita backwards compatibility, not all things are going to work on that with the touch. Touch screen. Well, actually, maybe with that. Maybe with the controller. the controller. I forgot about that thing. With so. the adaptive triggers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that'd be cool. Who knows? That was my biggest thing is the rumor didn't say anything about physical, so I don't know. Like yeah, like you said, if it's a disc reader, it could work on all four or all previous four generations of the main console. But for the Vita and the PSP stuff, that's gonna be digital shit. There'll be some kind of store that you download that shit, or somehow you can get the games up on the cloud somehow some or something weird, like that. Someone's gonna hack a PSP to, and then you're gonna be able to like put your UMD in the PSP and then somehow transfer it using a PSP plugged into your P5. Like, yeah, Bluetooth mode and all that shit. Yeah, we'll see some stuff. Don't worry. I don't know. I still don't completely buy that they're gonna do a PS5 reveal there because I just feel like that's a really important announcement. Like you want Game as Awards many got eyes. Series X. You already had a lot of eyes on the Game Awards as it was. You know that was a major uh, event that was taking place. So like, how many people were watching that shit? Mm-hmm. Thousands more than there should have been. Yeah, pretty much. So I, I mean, how many people are going to be coming over to this NYC reveal things? You know, just randomly. I'm like, oh, we have two, three, four weeks to visit. Let's go look at some PlayStation stuff, and then arbitrarily on February 5th they re- reveal the PlayStation Five. I I just from a planning standpoint, it doesn't make sense. So I I hope I, I'm wrong. I I disagree only because of the age that we live in with the internet and instantaneous information. That if they announce if the, if it was announced, word would still get out quick enough, or even like a couple days before people would show up maybe. But physical announcements don't matter as much. So if this pops up on the internet, then it was worth it for them maybe. Yeah. Um, depends on what is announced. As well. I'm a, I'm the opposite of Chris. I'm not going to be buying the system day one because oh, I no, want games. I will not either. I the there there takes there. Yep, words. Uh, it takes a lot for me to be a early adopter anymore. Except for there Nintendo. has to be a game for me to buy the system. Like like I've said before, the Wii U. I bought Monster Hunter Try. Uh, my DS. I bought. I think it was a Monster Hunter game. Uh, yeah. Like it has to be a game for me. Bloodborne for my PlayStation Four. In my defense, the backwards compatibility, along with the 4K support, day one, that could be a different factor for me. Yeah, that could be. I don't have a PlayStation 4 Pro. I have base PlayStation 4. Right. So this is my in-between jump that I should have gotten two, three years ago. Yeah, that's true. The backwards compatibility could be a bigger factor in 
That's a big Because I'm like, eh, if there's not any games I want on PlayStation 5, then I can just play all these older games that up graphics and a lot faster. Yeah, if yeah. they just do the like PS4 slash 5 versions of games like Last of Us 2 or something, then that would mm-hmm. that would bring me in a little Ooh, closer. But... Bloodborne on the PlayStation 5. Mm-hmm. That shit would be so nice. Like 4K. Big. That's it for the news. Close that shit out. Yeah. Get all the shit out of my face. All right. Question one. I'm not reading them. I don't have them pulled up. I'm recording. So, <laughs> uh, question one: What's the weirdest piece of video game merchandise cross at a convention? That's I thought Mr. hard Haru. about this one. Yeah, I couldn't think about this one. Like the first thing that came to my head was body pillows, but those aren't that really weird anymore. Nope. Uh, we got a story with those if you want to hear it. Let's let Chris go, and then you can pick it up. All right. <laughs> there was. It's not official. There was a, uh, a fan-made mouse pad of Yuri from Tales of which one has Yuri in it? Tales of Asperia. Oh. Um, it's like when those mouse, you know, like the female anime mouse pad with like the titties that hang out. Yeah, we know titty um, mouse pads. <laughs> yeah, it's it's him with his pecs. That was probably the most interesting right. thing I've seen. Okay. I don't think I've ever seen a male-oriented uh, mouse pad. There's, there's about, mine. How about that cool spot <laughs> pillow? That's not weird to me. That's not <laughs> weird though. That's just cool. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was I trying. I was thinking really hard on like weird stuff. Yeah, you go. Mm-hmm. You go to enough conventions, nothing's weird anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because once so. you've seen it once, it's just normalized. For you. Yeah. Like it's like if you find like promo stuff that just doesn't make sense. Like, I don't even know what. Um, at MAGFest, it was cool to see so many Untitled Goose Game-related stuff. Uh, <laughs> we got to still buy one, but that Amiibo, that Goose Amiibo, oh, that he yeah, got a yeah. butter knife in his beak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Peace, Peace was, was never, never an option. option. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah but so what's I, your body pillow story? Oh, I was at, this was before the anime Ruby became popular. Um, mm-hmm. and really broke big um, before you could see, like, posters for it in Walmart and crap. Um, <laughs> what the... is that, like, 2011? 2010? When it came out? Oh, I don't know. Uh... I'll look it up. Yeah, look that up. But, like, Ruby, RWBY, the Rooster Teeth anime. Um, yeah. The uh, I got into it when Season 3 was active. And, 2013, um... July 18th. Okay. okay. But I was... Uh, but, like... You know, I was at an anime convention in Pittsburgh, and I was like, let's see if I can find some Ruby stuff. And um, I asked one booth that had kind of just off-the-wall plushies and whatever, and uh, they were... He's like, oh, yeah, I got Ruby stuff. And then he starts rooting through this box and starts breaking out. He's like, I got some of these on display, but I don't... Th- I don't. I have some other ones that aren't. And he starts bringing out these pillows, and I'm like, oh, no, I don't need... Uh, I didn't say this, but in my head, I'm like, I don't need a body pillow. I don't want anybody to buy me a body <laughs> pillow ever. I don't need any of this. And I was like, oh, okay, I don't know about those ones. I'll just keep looking around, and I just, like, fucking beelined it out of there. Um, I love the I'm body out. pillows that you can ask them to install a flashlight into. Those oh, good. Great. Cool. <laughs> you can just do that. You don't have to ask anybody to do it for yeah, you. Yeah, but I mean, like, <laughs> if someone does it for you, you don't have to do it yourself, because you... you 
you mitigate having to sit there in your own shame as you're sewing this thing together. No, I, it's the opposite. I'm a man that likes to make his stuff. Yeah, but if I just put in the order, I don't have to look away as this. No, you should be shameful. <laughs> no, you should be shameful when you're doing it. Anyone that wants a flashlight in their body pillow should have to go to a seminar to learn how to do it. You pieces of gross they, shit. They put in their information so that everyone can fucking see it's on like an NSA database. Yeah, you yeah. sign up for it through the ESA and it's all good. Yeah, it's like when you're looking up uranium. So. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that story. <laughs> so weird, not something that I saw at a convention, but weird shit that you should not look up. I uh, found out that if you look up uranium, you immediately go on a, another watch list. So that's cool. That's sweet. <laughs> Yeah, but uranium's pretty fucking cheap. <laughs> I think you can get like a pound or an ounce for like thirty bucks. So there's that. Yeah, the only reason why I searched. <laughs> the only reason why I searched is because fucking I was watching a TikTok, and this dude had two ores, like two maybe like like that, mm-hmm. like not not too big. Uh, he had them in this this little safe box. One of them he could just like leave out because it's it I guess its half life had gone over a few times. It wasn't very radioactive. The other one had to be in like a lead case, and he you know shows like with a Geiger counter like yeah this this is how radioactive this one is. This is how radioactive the other one is. And I'm just thinking back to my time in the Marine Corps where I had a buddy of mine who was in the Air Force and he was at one of the uh, launch sites for a nuclear missile. And he was telling me at the time, I was like, yeah, we had a dude that lost his leg because he put an ore of uranium in his pocket and forgot about it all day, and then he got fucking cancer. That's how you get, like, a third eye. Like, don't fuck with shit that's radioactive. I wish that if I held on to radioactive shit, I would get a third eye. That's not you how get it cancer. works. You just get cancer. <laughs> so, but there's episode. that. Spider-Man got cancer. That's another episode of Aquatine Hunger Force. Yeah. But no, this dude had uranium, yeah. <laughs> and it's not fair because he it's searched not fair. <laughs> he searched for uranium, and what would you do it. with it? Uh, nothing, nothing. I would just have it. You and were, then, <sighs> and then when the world is going to shit and all you the nukes have been lost, they're trying to make more. They'll have to come to me, and then I sell to the highest bidder. For what you you think it's going to be uranium that's going to save it? <laughs> Like, I, I got uranium. uranium. Shit, it turned out to be eggs that saved us. I'm fucked. You would have got along just fine with some of my friends in high school that would buy, like, sodium on eBay and stuff and toss it into swimming pools. Oh, that's, that's nothing. Boring. Like, I fucking stole <laughs> this stupid shit kid. We made water bombs. Story. I fucking used to take, like, liquid nitrogen, and I'd throw it in the water just to see what fucking ends up happening. And then when I was in high school, uh, I threw it in the toilet, because I was trying to get rid of it really fucking quick, and that toilet exploded. Boy, because I flushed it down. So don't don't do that. Don't don't knew, do shit like that. I'm from the south, so I knew someone that used to throw baggies full of gasoline onto f- bonfires to start them. <laughs> that's some normal ass hick shit, though. Uh, like that's something that you can no. You you don't get to say that because you don't are from here. So no, yeah, I may not be from there. But I can look from the outside in, and I can tell you that's some normalized hick shit. Even the hicks are like, nah, use kerosene. So, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you dumbasses. I'm sorry, Mother Earth. 
<laughs> it's I fine. Have, I was already on a watch list as it was. So it's doesn't matter. Yeah, there's no weird neo ne there's no really weird shit that I've seen at conventions at this point, or or it's just become the norm. Like I was saying, it's become desensitized. Yeah. I mean, even seeing like the like the male guy dressed up as Sailor Moon is like normal. Mm-hmm. That probably would have been like surprising or shocking in the late 2000s. Maybe. I would say the early 2000s. You think so? Like I, yeah. I wasn't really big into like the cosplay scene. Uh, I was going to, I was going to stuff back then. I was just like, that's normal. But like back when you couldn't like see anime like during the early 2000s and shit, where it wasn't that accessible, and you just see like a very hairy man dressed up as you know Sailor Moon, and I'm just like, all right, okay. I don't know. When I was yeah. younger, we used to have a, a tranny. Or transvestite. I don't know if that's the proper term for it, but just like a dude that would dress up in females' clothing when I was in the fifth grade, just walk across dresser, whatever, know. whatever. I don't, I don't give a shit. But we'd see him like just walk down and be like, "Okay." I mean, we were at Magfest and we saw the very hairy Bowsette. Yeah, but that's 2020. It didn't okay? bother me. This was, was like, 1999. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So it was a little. Di- Actually, that's 2001. 9-11. That's what happened. All right. What's the next question? <laughs> <laughs> it's me. I'm the next question. Yeah, you get to ask all five of these because we're not doing your job this week. <laughs> all right. Whatever, turd burglar. So trailing off from last week's music talk, what's a band you were super into that you're more surprised people have heard of them than not when they come up in conversation? Mine is SR71. Just bought the album again yesterday. Oh, wow. I always forget that. I'm like, who sings this song? I'm like, all right. Yeah, yeah you've, heard, you've heard their song right now. It was a one-hit wonder. Uh, Bowling for Soup did a cover of their song, 1985, and made it worse. Mm. Yeah. Um, I hate Bowling for Soup. That's all I'm going to say. But uh, Yeah, they're kind of trash. Yeah. So, yeah. You guys got any? I don't have, like... Because I listen to music that's, like, not really all that mainstream as it is, uh, like, I get somewhat surprised when people name – fuck you, Corey. Uh, <laughs> I get somewhat surprised when people name, like, Sum 41, but I get really surprised what? when like, – Sum 41 is mainstream. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, what I mean by that is, like, when they start talking about uh, Does This Look Infected, All Killer, No Filler. Those were both uh, their big hits, sir. Young kids talking about that. Okay. Like kids yeah, nowadays. Kids nowadays. That's that's what yeah. I thought. Like that right. just means they had good parents. <laughs> yeah. Um. But like you know how Angels and Airwaves is pretty mainstream. You know how Sum Forty One is mainstream. Plus Forty Four. Eh. Uh, I get really surprised when someone starts talking about Boxcar Racer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, which I don't care what anyone says. People shit on that record all the time. I fucking love it. Uh, I always skip and, the opening track, but that's me. Uh, which one's the opening track? I feel so. I like Boxcar Racer is two thirds of Blink One Eighty Two, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. Bad. You can't just take two members of the band and call it. It's still Blink One Eighty Two. Uh, I also no. get surprised when people start talking about Brenner because uh, I feel like out of the <laughs> the indie punk pop punk bullshit era, um. I feel like they they kind of get left as a uh, a small footnote. Probably because they got they a had a lot, lot of influence. Of garbage around them now. 
but well, that's now. They didn't have that back then. Like, they Uh, they have arguably one of the greatest uh, alternative rock or indie records of the two thousands. The the God and Devil are raging inside me. So see those masks that Rachel has on our entertainment center. I did not. Yeah, they released uh like they look like little like fifty cent Halloween masks. Um, not the rapper fifty cent, but <laughs> that'd have been better. <laughs> cheapo cheapo Halloween masks. She has them both. They're on our entertainment center for the the devil and god are raging inside me. They're pretty cool. Yeah, that that's one of my favorite records of all time. So I mean I get surprised when people start talking about that. Other than that, you know, I listen to a lot of obscure shit, so you can usually surprise me with almost anything. It doesn't come up in conversation a lot, but I'll have every once in a while, whenever I talk to someone about Green Day, they'll be like, hey, you remember that band, you know, that side band that they tried to do that was on like Facebook? Oh, yeah, I remember those. Yeah. But uh, he's like, the, per- the person will be like, you remember, do you remember a band that it was all Green Day, but it was another band? Like, it was just a nut, like, it was on Facebook, I believe, or it was on like MySpace. I can't remember what the, it was just Green Day, but by another ni- name. And uh, it was like them going back to like, like Kerplunk and Dookie, like that kind of music. I can't remember what it's called. There's a bun. There's a he Billy Joel. Like it was, it was of... Billy Joel, not Billy Joel. Um, <laughs> That's I, I do that all the time. Fucking... I do that all the time. Uh, uh, but it was the members of Green Day doing something yeah. else, but covering their old shit. Is that what There's you're saying? The long shot. No, not covering. It was new shit that like was in the same genre of their. All right. Of other shit. Okay. Uh, Foxborough Hot Tubs. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, let's go down the list of side projects that Billy Joe's been involved in. Pinhead oh, Gunpowder. Lord. Foxborough Hot Tubs is on there. The Network. Nora Jones. The Boo. Uh, Matt Grocott and the Shrives. And then the Long Shot. Emily's Army. And then his son's in a band called Swimmers. Um, yeah, this one. This one is uh, the band was brought to the attention of Green Day fans through messages sent to select few members of the Idiot Club, which was Green Day's fan club back in December of 2007, with three songs on their website. So that you'll get that every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me pull up my word. Document. Actually, I didn't know about that. Yeah, uh, I stay away from Green Day as far as I can. Back in the day, it used to be the Proto Men. Like before, they they're a lot bigger than they are than they were. But every once in a while, you'll get the person be like, oh, you ever listen to the Proto Men? I'm like, fuck yeah, I listen to the Proto Men. They're awesome. I had a kid, Uh, not a kid. I had a guy recognize my Proto Men hoodie on the the platform when I was waiting for the train home. He's like, where'd you get that? I was like, oh, because I always have my earbuds in. I don't listen to people around me because he was just like, look at me. They're the worst. Anytime you're in the city and some dude's trying to get your attention, you assume it's for money or something. Well, that's pretty much it. Mm -hmm. More food. So yeah. he was like, where'd you get that? I was like, oh, psh, like PAX one year sometime. I don't even know where, but it was cool that that was recognized. Yeah. Uh, another one, uh, maybe not so much now, but back when I was younger, uh, yeah. the Violent Femmes. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you guys remember them. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's where everyone's like, oh, when CeeLo Green came out with uh, Gone Dad, or it was Gnarls Barkley back then. He came mm-hmm. out with Gone Daddy Gone. They're like, this song's good. I'm like, that's a violent fence song, motherfucker. <laughs> the original version's better. <laughs> uh, and then every once in a while, like, I'll listen to Billy Talent. And even now, people are like, what's this? I'm like, oh, it's like this, you know, band. And then, but every once in a while, someone will get in the car and be like, oh, I haven't heard Billy Talent in forever. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Aren't they making a comeback? I'm pretty sure I read something where they were working on a new album. 
They might be. I know the drummer had some kind of like bone disease, so it's going to probably oh, be hard yeah. for him. But a uh, funny thing about Billy Talent is one of the, I think it's the bass player or one of the guitarists used to work on a show called Angela Anaconda. I don't know if you guys remember that weird uh, South Park-esque show that was on Nickelodeon. I've heard about it. I'll send it to you. Name sounds familiar. Um, It sounds like a porn star. (laughs) Billy Talent is on tour. Oh, are they? Uh, They do have an upcoming sixth studio album. In the UK right now. Cool. Dude, you want to know how I found out about it? It's through the TMNT. They have huh. that's so that song's on, yeah, yeah. Fallen Leaves or something like that is on there, yep. And then I found that out like there's there, I heard a little bit off of their first because all their albums are just like Billy Talent One, Billy Talent Two, and all that <laughs> stuff, yeah. And uh, their second album's really good. The third one, I feel like, is it, that one has rusted uh, in the rain, and I really like that song. And then the fourth one is really good too. That's the fourth one has the sharks on the front. the oh, second okay. album has the mouth on the front of it. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what the third one has, but no. Billy Talent's a really good one, too. It has the birds. The birds, that's what it is. Because it's like brown and yellow or something, isn't it? It's like really well, off-putting colors. I can't colors. tell you that because I'm colorblind. <laughs> Every episode, we got to bring it up. We'll bring it up somehow. Uh, but uh, I think the third one is the third one I really like. No. This thing won I think awards. it's the, the second one. The second one with the mouth. Yeah. second one with the mouth has a lot of hits. Yeah. Surrender. Dead oh, Silent. Okay. So they only go up to Billy Talent number oh, three. Jesus the fourth Christ. album has Dead Silence. Yeah, I remember this dumb Angela Anaconda show. I remember yeah. it never looked appealing to me at all. So if you look at the band members, it's the guy with the really tall hair. He used to work on the show, I think. Okay. How did you get South Park with a children's comedy? I I, I was trying to remember Angela Anaconda. I thought it was like construction paper kind of-esque animation. Yeah. Okay. And then it's just like for kids, so it's not going to be like, fuck you, mom. (laughs) Oh, wow. That's not what I thought it was. And that's still frightening as fuck. Yep. Yeah, Angela Anaconda was, I didn't watch it a whole lot as a kid, but I do remember it. I never saw it once. Uh, That's for me, that's in the same vein of weird as, uh, what is it? Funky, not funky. The one with, uh, we're number one, that meme. I forget the name of it. Lazy Town. Lazy Town. There you go. Yeah. Oh, rip, uh, Rip the one guy, Stefan. Mm-hmm. Yep. But no, this this show only went on for three years, so <laughs> it's three years too long, man. Yeah, it's a long yep. time for a kids show. Um, yeah, Back then, SR seventy yeah. one. Uh, their album "Now You See Inside" is one of my favorite albums of all time, and I'm probably in a minority with that, but that's fine. And uh, looking it up, um, Rachel and her friend checked out a record store that's going out of business, and she found. I already have this album. Uh, the other version, it has like half a liner, and it's called Now You See Inside, so you can see the CD inside the case. It's dumb and silly and fun. Um, but they apparently did... That band had a weird life, um, but they uh, their last album was only released in Japan. It's dumb, under a Japan label and stuff, but found out this album had a Japanese release with an acoustic and another unreleased track on it, so I bought that on Amazon yesterday, and then I bought a demo uh, singles thing that has a song I could not even find on YouTube, so I'm like, I gotta own this. Like, you guys remember singles being released? Like, I have, like, blink singles and stuff. I kind of miss those days. Uh, So if I ever run across someone that knows this band, this is that, uh, the old Stoic. I talked mm, about them last week. I I don't know. I got my... 
I got my CD in. So if I ever find anyone that uh, knows this band, that'll be my new one. Be like, oh, shit, you know, the old Stoic came out in 2008. They haven't really been doing anything else. <laughs> really good. set. Like, it's like, like contemporary blues and all that shit, man. Super, super good. Yeah. There was, speaking of singles, I'm just jumping in with this one. I remember probably about 10 years ago, I was in a record store and I found an EP of System of a Down. But it was like one of their super old school ones when they were using yeah. face paint. Yeah, that's the first album. And the first album is really fucking hard to find because it's not on a streaming network. Yeah. Uh, fucked up and not got that because that was only like a dollar or two. Yeah, you should have got that shit. Yep, hindsight's twenty twenty. I um, I can't even find the image on online. That's unfortunate. I went to a show in high school that was Alistair and Big Blue Monkey opening for Goldfinger. Um, <laughs> yeah, Jesus! Wow, one of the best. Um, you know who Big Blue Monkey became? No, no. Uh, the name of their first EP, Story of the Year. Wow, that's a terrible band. They're not bad. Oh, they're pretty bad. They're fine. They're that might have been the band. They're awful. That might have been the band of that concert I was talking about last week. Oh yeah, because I think you said it was like they had story in their name. Yeah. Until the day I die. They play that one. I think they did. I was in a speaker. They put on a fucking show though. Like the two guitars I don't remember would like charge each show. other. I saw them and, live. Oh my god, they're not a bad band. You don't get to say that about bands. <laughs> yes, I do. Yes, I do. I've seen them live. They're kind of terrible. Yeah, do it, dude. They put on a Be good show. They roll around on stage and like charge each other like bulls while they're still soloing and shit. Um, uh, the old Stoics' last performance that I see here was on October 11th, 2009, at the Stardust Club in Downey, California. That's a lot of words. I'm trying to remember. Found some videos I of them online. Them. I think. I don't know. Maybe. It's old MySpace videos because I looked them up. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Nice. They were in like a the MySpace did like a MySpace like highlight of music and they were on. So. Hmm. We can't let the questions go into an hour long again. <laughs> uh, no one gives a shit. Yeah, that was my first one, and <laughs> uh, going back into games, number two here. That Animal Crossing console's coming. Did you ever get, or are you always searching for a collector's edition console? I, myself, would love the Resident Evil Dreamcast, either of them that was released with transparent blue or red, one of them being the Leon version, the other being the Claire version. Um, That's cool. There's tons of Dreamcast console variants, though. Those are ridiculous. It's like the N64. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that was. I mean, that was the time when uh, IMAX were out, and it was cool to be transparent, colorful, mm -hmm. garbage plastic. I like a lot of the Monster Hunter ones. Uh, I'm not, I'm not going to go out of my way to get one. Uh, yeah. The one thing I do remember growing up that I really liked, I never got, and I'm not really like hunting for it, is I really liked the Nintendo-themed uh, Game Boy SP. Oh, the NES one, yeah. Yeah, the one that's because it's not stickers or anything like it's it like because you could get stickers to put on shit and all that. Right. But Don't I like that, that one. That one was that one was pretty cool. Don't put stickers on your consoles. No, do whatever you well, want I, to. But it, I have an old PlayStation good. Two that has a Street Fighter that has a. Uh, I'll get it. I'll grab it here in a second. And I'll show you. Um. Yeah, I mean, those are those 
for me. I have a red 360 that came with Resident Evil 5, but it wasn't actually a Resident... It didn't say Resident Evil anywhere on it, but that was what got me the 360 because it came with Resident Evil 5, unlike the fucking Animal Crossing console that's coming out because Nintendo can't get off their own dicks to just release a game with a console. They got to release the version of that console themed after that game and then the game separate because we're awesome Nintendo. Suck it. So this is a Udon sticker that you could put on your PlayStation 2. Mm-hmm. And I got it from uh, Blockbuster. That's pretty dope. Jeez. And it's an Udon art of uh, Ryu doing the Hadouken. Yeah. And it is goes that a modded like... PS2? No, no this is a network adapter. H- yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> on top. HDD. No? What? Those are memory cards. So okay, this is, it's cut out. That's where the logo is. But okay. you had to take the sticker off. I was going to say, because uh, the modded PS2s for the Fat Boys... Uh, has a uh, top loader. No. Oh. And then the sticker goes all the way around. It has oh, the Udon geez. symbol on that okay. side. This is all separate, like, pieces, too. Like, this was, so, this is the 15th anniversary of Street Fighter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I got it at Blockbuster for, like, two two bucks, and I put it on my PlayStation Yeah, those 2. never, when I started working at GameStop, those were kind of getting phased out with the faceplates and stuff, because nobody was buying those things on their own. Now, those in the big post. I remember at the end of Blockbuster, they had the big movie uh, posters, but they weren't posters. Like, they were, like, actual painted on there. So I have, like, a Tenacious D, the movie one. I have a Hot Fuzz. I had a 300, like, big fucking, like, movie size poster, but it was, it was like, on canvas. It wasn't, like, just paper. Oh. I don't know. Yeah, they those. sold a bunch of those. Hmm. I never really cared about special edition uh, consoles unless they had like some cool shit with it mm-hmm. like i go back to this you know not because of star wars but the r2d2 360 oh yeah they were to actually make the uh the r2d2 noise when you turn it on and shit yeah. like that i thought that yeah. shit was cool um oh. but other than that i didn't really give a shit uh there is this that interests me, me it's a bayonetta theme for the playstation 4 console yeah that looks cool there's a bayonetta switch that's some boobs Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. Like that it comes with two controllers. Uh, there was. Uh, um. I'm gonna send you guys a link. There's a Panzer Dragoon Orta Xbox console. Um, that was. They, they had a special edition for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I found it. Oh, I just want an image. Come on, there it is. Uh, That's cool. So on that link I sent you guys, I want you to go to number sixteen. Okay, uh, I'm going to paste this. This is the Panzer Dragoon Orta white Xbox. There were 999 oh, cool. of them released because of 9999, I guess, was an homage to that. Yeah. Pokemon World that's Championships clean. 2009. You said go down to 16. Oh, there's a yep. clear Saturn that says this is cool on it. <laughs> <laughs> Taco Bell. Uh, Metal Gear Solid 5. Oh, that Destiny one was pretty good. Yep, you're getting to the good ones, but wait till you get to 16. Ooh, white Game Gear. What the fuck? The signed <laughs> Russell Crowe 360? <laughs> yeah. Get the fuck out of here. And I believe that's his picture from his Robin Hood movie? Sure. Is that Robin Hood or is that Gladiator? I don't know. I want it was that a Make-A-Wish Foundation. Genesis Games. Did you see the Seaman uh, Christmas yeah, Dreamcast? I, I see that. Sweet. Uh, the package. Look, look at the number one. Hold on, I'll get down there. I really want that Metal Gear Solid Snake Eater 
the number one thing is worth half, almost half a million dollars. Uh, wow. The Nintendo Wii Supreme, because it has Uh-oh. it's coated in 2.5 kilograms of 22 karat gold yeah. and 78 flawless diamonds. Doesn't Kanye have that or something stupid? Or Probably. some fucking Saudi prince? Like, there's no picture of the Gold Legend of Zelda Game Boy Advance XP, but yeah, I feel like that. For me either. I feel like that's a thing. Stupid. That's crazy. All these are stupid, but I want the Seaman one. <laughs> that rose gold uh, PS4 and Xbox One X, that's pretty dope. Yeah. Oops. Uh, that Shadow of the Tomb Raider Xbox One is sick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is a hole we've gone down. <laughs> sure yeah, is. no, this, this is terrible. Uh, one thing that's interesting that they don't have, um, I know that they have the cer- ceramic white PlayStation 2 Slim, but the I think the Gran Turismo Silver PlayStation 2 Slim is also worth quite a bit of money. Uh, that's at least six hundred bucks. Hmm. Uh, I like I like the Pikachu N64 as well. Yeah, but I like the Pokemon the Stadium one. one. The Pokemon Stadium one's better. Uh, I only see the box. I don't see what the guts. There's an actual Pokemon Stadium one. Pokemon Stadium. I just also liked a lot of the N64 colors. I just mm-hmm. like I really like the the what's the one control? I want the the one that came with Donkey Kong 64, the really lime green jungle controller. But I'm yes, not paying thirty fucking dollars for it. Oh, here we go. Uh, I I really missed out on picking up the uh the Pikachu N64. There's all the fucking back in the day ones. Mm-hmm. Oh, let me see that. Uh, back in the day, they only used to be like $120. I say only used to. <laughs> now they're definitely well over 200 if they're getting it loose. Also, the Japanese one is orange instead of blue, and I think it looks way better. Um, Here's that Pokemon Stadium. There's a... Uh, oh, wow, that is nice. The color schemes, which I guess you could do that if you know how to take the shit apart yeah, and actually can make this shit. Like this is what mm-hmm. I'm trying to tell Rachel to get into, like painting the tops of things. Like people will buy. You can do the fight sticks too. Like uh, I have a. I'm looking at that uh, Dreamcast fight stick. Uh, that. Oh hell yeah, the Denshin Dago. Uh, the there's the Dreamcast controller for that monorail game. Next marathon. <laughs> Oh lord. So, uh what's my next question? <laughs> yes. Um Before number side 3, track. the FF7 remake is looking real nice. What game from 97 do you want redone or less specifically something from the 5th generation of wonky polygons and no Gex Enter the Gecko cannot be an answer unless he's muted. I played that game and I didn't like it. <laughs> it's a it's an okay platformer, but he needs to shut the fuck up. Yeah. I can't pick anything out from 1997 specifically, so I have to look it up. Uh, we already got a Star Fox 64 remake, so that's not going to count. Yeah. Um, uh, we did? We did. Yeah, it's on DS. Yes. Oh, yeah, okay. I guess so, yeah. Um, uh, I would go with Final Fantasy Tactics. Like, I know that we have the War of the Lion, but... Oh, that reminds me. I did play another Final Fantasy. There was that bundle of like ff5 and 6 and like two other games or something i rented mm-hmm. that from blockbuster forever ago uh i would i would approve of another bushido blade mm. uh 
another I would I I would like to see a, a legit remake of Tekken three because that was Not one of the ones ever that... happen. Yeah, no. Um Chris, you're answering all of this wrong. We all know that on this podcast it's Legend of Dragoon. That wasn't <laughs> 1997. He said, or any polygon yeah, style like game. I'm trying to stay within. Era. The so, Genesis consoles. I have to I, get let you fucking answer for something. I picked Ledger Dragoon, and then I also picked two other things because I knew I'd be like, I, you know, fuck that. We need to not always say that. Hold on, time out. <laughs> Breath of Fire Three was 1997. I totally go for that. There you go. Scotty's gonna like mine because I looked up what year this game came out, and it should have. It needs an HD remake, and it needs to have a controls update. But I would play a Sonic R HD Get the update. Fuck out of here. <laughs> Hallelujah! I've converted him. I was looking at the list of games, and that bitch was at the end of the list. Yeah. <laughs> Ew. That's all I'm going to say. And then yeah. another polygon style game. Since it goes into our next question, is I would like to see like an HD update of Snowboard Kids Two, but not what Snowboard Kids became. Hmm. Uh. Huh? What did it become? Something outside of we'll get into it. Ninety-seven. Okay. Uh, I guess I would say Final Fantasy Nine. Like, really? I would like to see a full-blown remake of Nine. I really enjoy Nine. Like a Final Fantasy Seven style level of remake. Yeah. Oh, I didn't yeah. know. Because we got we got a HD upgrade a couple on the Switch, but it's still kind of shitty in places. Hmm. Yeah. Mega Man Legends is on this list too. I love that. Oh, game. Yeah, totally. I was gonna. That's never going to yeah. happen, but it'd be cool. Oh, no. Yep. Um, my answer is Panzer Dragoon Saga, because after seeing the Final Fantasy most recent trailer, it's just like fucking dragons, like that massive mm -hmm. world. That would be great, flying around in a up-res crazy-looking dragon. One of the bosses, that was, I remember, uh, Chris, you were watching that stream, I think, when I came up to one of the final bosses, which is a massive, yeah. like the spruce moose of dragons. <laughs> yeah um, just this giant thing that makes you look like a speck when you're next to him mm -hmm. um i would love to see that game uh redone like that and then i put on uh, for my funsy answer was croc legend of the gobos because that game is just <laughs> i love that game <laughs> did you I know you do. so much did you did you did you know um that is it was originally a yoshi game yeah it was yeah mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, it um, was. I don't give a shit what anyone says. I love that game. I tried playing. I it. don't think I completed it though. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, maybe I'll play that game. Try it. Try it through. I had to look up a fucking walkthrough because I could not see like on an HGTV where an item was because it's so just garbo graphics or like mm -hmm. one of those things that doesn't look good on an HDTV. You know? Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. But Chris, you've played Legend of Dragoon and you've seen those models for those dragons in the in-game not the cinematics oh, they're disgusting could you imagine those upscaled and like an hd beautiful remaster of so it? the thing is with that it's like i don't think anyone would be able to identify that as a dragon let alone maybe more along the lines of like hp lovecraft because they are terrifying fire Fairbrand, the one of the first dragons you encounter is real Fairbrand. rough looking it's a gr not a grasshopper a fucking praying mantis yeah all that stuff I, I look, Legend of Dragoon is the de facto, you know, thing to fall on. Like, th that's the RPG that Scrubverse loves. Get that LOD. Yeah, you know me. Sorry. <laughs> Next question. Next question. Number four. Why isn't there a Snowboard Kids 3? It's Atlas. Sega has Atlas now. Hello, crossover. 
I brought up that there is an HD sequel being done by Curiomatic and Sammy Smart Briggs. You can go yeah. check that out on Twitter what? and on YouTube. Uh, they're in the process of making a fan sequel to Snowboard Kids 2. You shared it on Twitter with me. Did I? Months ago. Yeah. Okay. They have a 20-minute video talking about a bunch of stuff, and it's really good. So if you like Snowboard Kids 2 and you don't want to play SBK, which is what Snowboard Kids became. Oh, SBK. SBK is what Snowboard Kids became, and this it's garbage. Stupid. It's yeah. Anime for it's, me. it's so bad. Hmm. SBK 16, the mobile game. It's just SBK. No. Across. It's just called SBK. SBK is Snowboard Kids. This is dumb. Snowboard Kids Party. It's not coming up when I Google. I think it was it. on PlayStation or something like that. Uh, it's on DS. It's on OG DS. Oh. Oh, it's anime. Yeah, that's what I said. SBK Party. Too much. Too much anime in my Snowboard Kids. Huh. Interesting. Uh, oh wow, there is a U.S. release of that. It's five dollars. <laughs> Do I smell a stream? Wait, what? Well, I wasn't paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> SBK Kids. No, I'm not playing SBK. No streams will happen of SBK. You should play SBK. Mm -hmm. No. Um, mm -hmm. It was on Game Boy Advance, I think. D DS. No, it's on DS. OG DS. Oh, fuck me. Yeah, Wikipedia. SBK came out. They ruined my boy Locked Jam. Dude, we're at the 15. We're coming up on the 15 year anniversary. November 22nd, 05. You got to celebrate. Oh, man. Rising you Star gotta. Games. They make great stuff like. um, I don't know, because they don't have a. Oh, my God. There's on this cover. Did you guys see the persona? Yeah. Tie the, in? The little. Uh, the, the jester dude. Yeah, the snowman. Yeah. Dude, it's Atlas. That's on that's on the Japanese uh version. You're talking about Jack Frost? Atlas. Yeah, sure, you weeb. Make it, uh... <laughs> cool. This game is dookie boodoo voodoo. I can't even say words right. What would you say it is? Shit! They tried to mix snowboard kids with SS Tricky. Yeah? Oh, I wasn't looking. It's booty. Nobody is. <laughs> Sorry, I'm watching a video on how shit this game is. Booty? The game that... This video is called the Snowboard Kids D... Snowboard Kids DS, the game that kills your childhood. Did someone, was... like, legit write that? It's the name of a YouTube video. Okay. Uh, Stop it! Next question. <laughs> Number five. Um, what was your favorite company or console splash screen? I always Ooh. loved Capcom's, Konami's, and even the Dreamcast startup. I've got a list. I didn't really pay attention to splash screens. Um, that's not a question for me, really. Okay, anything, so anything lewd or badass? That's just what I'm going to come down to. What? So, not, what? The, do you know what a splash? No, screen splash is? screens are startup screens. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck is your what? Anything with lewd? titties. Or so BMX triple X. Not BMX triple X. Never saw so, did fun stuff with Tony Hawk. The never so. soft ones with Tony Hawk ones were really good. Yeah. My favorite ones were the Super Nintendo, the PlayStation, uh, the Super Nintendo and the PlayStation Capcom startups. Specifically the PlayStation for Mega Man X4 and Mega Man X5. Those startup screens were really good. 
You know, one that gets forgotten is the Sega one before Sonic 3D Blast on the Genesis. Even though that soundtrack was horrible, it it went. The Sega screen came up <clears throat> and it would yell like those campaigns at the time, Sega, and then it would like yeah. drop off with a ring fade, like do do do, and then the song would kick in like just drums for a second for the. So that was a cool That's intro cool. overall. Um, yeah, I've got more on my the list. Old Capcom <laughs> one, the old Konami one. I'm sure there's stuff I'm forgetting about too. You could look. I'm sure there's a compilation of like video game splash screens. There is. I looked them up before this question. <laughs> nice. What else is good? The play the PlayStation One uh, intro one. Oh yeah, I really like that one. That boot up thing. Mm-hmm. PlayStation Two one always gave me a heart attack because we were just waiting, making sure that it would read the disc. Oh yeah. <laughs> if Did I'm gonna know... go into one that scares the shit out of me, I would say the Xbox. Because I didn't have an Xbox growing up. Um, mm-hmm. Or at least I don't remember having an Xbox growing up, and it was always a quick because there was there wasn't like any lead in to kind of like see that the game was loading. It was like mm-hmm. you plug the you put the disc in, and then it you just stare at the the home screen, <laughs> and then maybe it'll flash an Xbox. Maybe, and yeah. I'm like, Ugh. I like the Dreamcast one. Recently, yeah. I've started messing with that one. A lot of bass. Uh, the Game Boy and the Game Boy Advance ones I really like too. I don't remember those. The Game Boy and just the coin. I mean the yeah the that would come down. The GameCube one was fun because you could mess with that one. Do you guys? The GameCube one is my favorite one. The different uh, I think there were two or three different ones. Yep. Um, three of them because well, there was the squeaky one where you hold down just one Z button and it goes mm-hmm. and then the kids laugh. Mm-hmm. And then if you held down four controllers, you would get that. Yeah. Feeling. Yeah. Maybe that well, there's the one of them. Else. I think one of those noises is actually because, uh, you know, the how Bowser's laugh is uh, or the oh, boo oh, laugh oh. is just Bowser's laugh sped up. Oh, really? That's what one <laughs> yep. of the GameCube, the GameCube sound. It has something to do with that, too. That's like funny. the or something like that. It has a speed. Yeah. The GameCube one's probably my GameCubing. Uh, Super Nintendo Capcom are probably my favorite one. Mm-hmm. I liked when people would do stuff with the Sega logo, like the Jurassic Park game had a T-Rex that said Sega. Yeah. Uh, Vector Man, you can blow it up. Yeah, yeah. I think Earthworm Jim did something. Oh, Devil May Cry 3 in the loading screens. You could, uh, sla- if you use the, the uh, sword button, it would slash it. And then if you use the gun, it would shoot it. Nice. That's cool. Yeah. That one was pretty cool. There was another. There's loading screens that. There's interactive loading screens that are pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I don't want loading screens now. No, <laughs> that's for peasants. Oh, I forgot to tell that story. I was playing Monster Hunter on my PlayStation or my my PlayStation on my PC, and I'm like, why the fuck is this so slow? And I found out that neither one of them were on my solid states. They were all on my hard drives. Big so on, on my place. So on my PC, when I went to I uninstalled the game and then installed it again. I found out that my solid state was not in writable mode. It was in read mode only. So I couldn't download any games onto the solid state. So I had to go into command prompt and like change the registry and all this other shit and got it to work and almost had a heart attack because apparently the shortcut on my desktop for OBS and steam were connected to something to do with the read only. So when I changed it, updated the registry to write, it was like, this shortcut doesn't exist anymore. And I was like, oh, no, I have to reinstall OBS and set up all of my scenes again. But luckily, I didn't have to. I got lucky. (laughs) That's crazy. Mm -hmm. It's nuts, man. 
You learn something new every day. This was two hours before we recorded. <laughs> so I was like, I'm going to fuck something up. <laughs> that's outrageous. Well, that's all we got. Yeah, I don't yep. have anything else. I asked my questions. I did my piece. I supplied you with another hour of content. <laughs> what do we got going on next week? Or this week, I guess, technically. I can, I can start plugging stuff if you're not going to. I mean, I got streams I'm going to work on, so that's about it. Uh, I do another podcast called The Mega Vision Show. We just recorded that earlier today, actually. We talked about a lot of stuff. Um, you can find that on social media. Just follow Mega Visions. We got that Patreon for that physical magazine that we all contribute to in some way, shape, or form. Um, right. And uh, we've got that new issue nine coming out soon. We got to get some stuff settled in for it. I've been proofreading like a madman. Boy, boy. Um, but some good artwork in there uh, with the Ninja Turtles, with the cover story of Virtual Lawn, the Voot Oratory Tangram. We're going to try to play that at some point. we got to figure out if there's a spectator mode and all that. Got to do a little okay. bit of research for that thing. That could be a cool Thursday night throwdown if it works. Yeah, um, I'd be down for that. Yeah. What was it called again? Vir oh, boy. Uh, Virtual On oratorio tangram oh. just type in virtual okay. on tangram you'll find it t-a-n-g-r-a-m tangram it's a good ass game i gotta find the twin stick for the dreamcast for that mine's i got mine it's up there there it is mm -hmm. there's my shiny forehead um there's my shiny forehead and we got uh streams going on monday through thursday with different stuff um tj yep. streaming something i forget what are you doing, Corey, on Tuesday? Turtles in Time. Turtles in Time. Uh, I think Toe Jam and Earl, which was reviewed in this issue, is what Mr. Yep. Powell and his son's going to be playing. Thursday Night Throw, don't we haven't figured it out yet, but we'll do something. Tournament Fighters! Only if we can get it going right. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to figure that out. But there's plenty of stuff going on. Like I said, another dream uh, podcast. And then uh, we're going to be watching for the next Sideshow, and if anybody wants to watch along, War Games... Shall we yep. play a game? I haven't watched that in forever. Me neither. It's Is that the movie of... where the kid plays tic-tac-toe with the uh, the supercomputer? Chess. 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 Yes. Matthew Matthew Broderick. Act Broderick accidentally launches some nukes or something crazy. I forget exactly. Yeah. Like 83. That's okay. an early one, yeah. Yeah. I just threw a lot of stuff. There's all my plugs. <laughs> well, that's all we got. <laughs> You're not, yep, you don't I have anything got... going on? Well, I no, I mean, yeah, just mm. nothing really to report on. Yeah, yeah. We got possibly a new intro song coming soon. If not this week, then next week. Can you yeah. feel the sunshine? It's nothing to do with that game. <laughs> oh, okay. So Sonic, Sonic R is shite. Fighters, <laughs> Sonic Fighters, then, is what you're doing. The music from Sonic Fighters is good. Hmm. <laughs> I have to listen to the soundtrack. I, I, I don't know you. if I <laughs> Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> that's basically, that's you it. You wrong. Just loop yep, that 80 it. times. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> See ya.